I got your bitch. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Corner corner doing dope. They are to be ashamed. Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Blah, 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 blah. Hey. All right. That's super loud now, isn't it? Why is it so loud?
Oh! Is it working? This raggedy. Why is it so loud? I feel like it's peeking out right now. Oh my god. Why is it okay? Is this better? Hello, check one, two. Oh my god. Jenny, don't tell me to calm down. Don't, don't, don't. No, don't do that. It's distorted. Of course it's fucking distorted. I'm about to just call it a day. Fuck this show. Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. Let me see what this sounds like. Let's see here. I may just have to start this whole some bitch over. Let's uh let's try it again. Let's see. Nope, let's see. Let's see. My channel. Oh my god. I hate this with all the fiber in my being some days. All the fiber in my being. Um Yeah, okay. This is fuck me. Oh. Is this show are we even on? Okay. Uh, sounds like trash, but we can hear you now. Does it still sound like trash? Uh, sounds like trash, but we can hear you now. Does it still sound okay, like trash? Okay, so it doesn't still sound like trash, Kevin. Get it right. Hey, you know what? Oh, my God. First of all, save all your ha-ha, super funny tech problems bullshit in the chat. I was in a great mood until that happened, and you guys know how much these tech problems piss me off. So save your smart assness. Let's start this motherfucker over and have a good goddamn day. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, Film sessions and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. The show that I don't even want to fucking do now by the way if you're new and you're tuning in for some clean sports talk oh not gonna be the day now i'll tell you that there's going to be no clean uh stuff today what is going on am i on Uh, okay good we're on the air i'm super duper angry now like so angry uh, I am at my wits end with the tech problems. It seems like every fucking day when I go to start this goddamn show, something has to go wrong and just ruin everything. It is maddening. It is exhausting. It is trying. 
And it a lot of times makes me not want to fucking do this. Like I just want to just, oh my God. Heck yeah. Shut up. Welcome to the show. I just tweeted it out. Who gives a fuck? Seriously, this is the wrong day to fuck with me now. Now more than ever. The wrong ass day. Oh my God, the wrong day. But welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Uh, Donna said, I didn't think you were having a show today. Yeah, I said last week we were doing a show on MLK because somebody asked, are we going to do a show on MLK Day? I didn't even get to make any slides or do my favorite quote or any of that shit. But here we are. So we're going to do this no matter what. There's just way too much uh, NFL to talk about to not do a show today. I mean, it was wild card weekend and oh my God, what a wild, wild card weekend it was. Right? So I was like, uh, we got to talk about it. By the way, that right there on my lip, uh, that's not herpes. That's a pimple. As if it wasn't going great enough. Um, I'm fucking going through puberty at 48. Now I wake up with this ginormous white head, on my lip. It's just disgusting. Um, just, I'm uh, just, uh, this is the worst day. And of course, we've got so much, so, so much to discuss. So we're going to get into some NFL talk. Uh, I've got a challenge of the day that I found. I've been getting those pimples too. Those are the worst too, like the little bitty white head and then you squeeze it and then it just stays red and swollen all day. And then you look like you, you know, made some questionable decisions at one point in your life. And maybe, maybe, and here's a rule. This is going to be disgusting. Ladies. I'm going to need you to cover your ears for a second. Uh, all the ladies in the chat. Okay. Uh, cover your ears for a second. This, you don't need to hear this. All right. I don't want you to hear this. I don't need you to hear this. Um, so do me a favor. I'll, I'll wave like this when it's okay to listen to you. Take out your earphones, turn your volume down. Ladies, you don't need to hear this. But when you got something like this on your lip, here we'll go. We'll count it down. Stop listening, ladies, in five, four, three, two. When you have something like this on your lip, fellas, it looks like you went down on a prostitute. And as guys, we know that's a no-no, right? You don't you don't go down on a on a whore. You don't go down on a woman of the night. And this looks like I don't make good decisions now. Like one time I was like, ah, you know what? Screw it. I'm sure she's never gets pleased or is happy when she's on the job. Ah, how about I make her happy tonight? Nope. That's what you get. Okay. Welcome to the show. Let's shout out the chat. Hey chat. Just not in the mood. Just not in the mood for any shenanigans or bullshittery. I promise. Uh, we, I did see though. I did see. That during the intro, that long ass 45 minute bullshit intro, we had a hype train and I know the rules about a hype train. I got to do a shot and say thank you for your generosity. And there's no way I'm not going to do that. Hurry up and talk about football. Thank you, sicko dank. Let me do this real quick, man. We had a hype train in the intro, but I promise you, bro, I've got. Look at this. I've made all these pretty slides. Look at that. We're definitely getting into it, okay? I made slides, and we've got to discuss all of it. And we've got time. we got three hours. Calm down, fam. 
sicko dank. You're that dude. Thank you for the follow, buddy. You're that dude that's like, let's have sex. Bang, bang, bang. All right, I'm out. You got no foreplay from sicko Dan. He ain't warming nothing up. He ain't rubbing nothing. He ain't kissing on nothing. It's sex, and then I got to go. Warm me up, baby. Come on, play with me a little, sicko dank. Let's let's love on each other before we do dirty shit to each other, man. Come on. But I got to say thank you, two and a half hours. Jared, I swear to God, not the day. This is not the day to make late jokes. This is not the day to make fucking technology problem jokes. This is, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, mom. You can uncover your ears now. This is not the day for any of the shenanigans or bullshittery, like I said. I swear to God, I'll turn this whole show around and take us all home. Now, uh, I got to say thank you for the hype train. Um, We had a lot of you being so kind and generous as you are. Uh, PP Dubs with the uh, resub on Prime for 11 months. Thank you, buddy. Chris Reyes resub for 10 months. Thank you, my friend. Uh, SVG is now in for four months with the sub. Thank you. And also a Prime sub there. Uh, That started the hype train. Oh, my God. And then P. Randizzle. Patrick Randall gave out 10 gifted subs to the community. Holy shit. Who all got them? Let's see who got them. Let's see who got these gifted subs from P. Randizzle. Uh, let's see. Mike Catherman. Uh, Kevin Weimer. Uh, Javi Mente. Ruin got a sub. Scobo. Title Town, Churro Mania, Matthew, Homo Astros fan, and non-basic gamer. Thank you, P. Randizzle. You're a gentleman and a scholar, my friend, and I appreciate you. Thank you for the gift of sub. Alan Denson, or gifted subs, I should say. Alan Denson, thank you for the 200 bits. Joel, thank you for the 69. I like. Uh, and that got the hype train, and it completed at 13 gifted subs, 269 bits. I like. Thank you all for that. Homo Astros fan, thank you for the 100 bits. Cisco, thank you for the resub on Prime for 10 months. He said hi from Fredericksburg. Sorry I'm late. Oh, not as late as I was. Uh, Jim on Sports, thank you for the 69. I like. He said, I've seen these pop up on my face during my stream. Always awesome. Yeah, the worst. And Cece, thank you for the 15 bits. Okay. Single Dank, thank you for the follow. Cheers to you. Uh, thank you guys for the hype train. I love you. I'm so sorry uh, that, that at the train wreck that is this show today. I wanted more for you guys. Unfortunately, I was unable to deliver yet again. I love you. Cheers. Okay. Uh, that's better. That, that soothed it out a little bit. Hey, what's good, Luke? Luke, that was a good, very random question. But what should my Carolina Panthers do for a QB uh, draft one or sign a random QB, bro. I look the Carolina Panthers. Um, they got work to do, right? And we all know it starts and ends with a QB. I, I, I say this all the time, and Luke, this is the God's honest truth. If you think that there's a QB on the market that you could sign that you feel like has enough to get you to a Super Bowl or make you know deep runs and whatever happens, happens, then you go out and you get that quarterback. But ask yourself this. Is Derek Carr the guy? Is whether it's Garoppolo or Trey Lance or um, Brock Purdy, whoever's going to be not in, in San Fran or any of those, the guy? 
I mean, Garoppolo's got a skin on the wall. He's done it before, right? Is any of the other plethora of names that are going to be floating about going to be the guy? I don't think there's a lot of names under there. So I'm with you in that I think they need a quarterback, obviously. I mean, look, I don't know what their draft capital looks like. I'd look it up. But, yeah, I would certainly would go out and make some offers to the Bears and try to move up. Or maybe stand pat and just take what you get and see how it goes. But uh, I'm of the I'm of the camp, and I believe I don't think there's a good enough a, a prospect on the free agent market that would warrant going out and signing them to a deal that you know more money than they would uh, or money more money than you should spend on them because that's probably what they're going to want. I don't think that. I think the Panthers at this point. You, you, you traded CMC. That was a surefire sign that it's time to start over uh, and maybe, you know, start from scratch. So I, if I'm the Panthers, bro, I, I go uh, I go and I get a, I, I go through the draft, you know. So I just that's me. Now, if you still had Christian McCaffrey and you still felt like, you know, you had some viable depth and, and, and you know, playmakers on that team. But I just I don't see it. The same thing in the Texans and a lot of these other teams that are going to be drafting at the top are like, you know, I mean, a team like Denver's actually pretty close. Can you believe Russell Wilson was the problem? Amazing. Trey said yawn. What? Dak starts Vancouver, uh, Cancun vacation tomorrow. Um, why don't you believe in Dak, man? Everybody I've seen talking about Cowboys bucks thinks that the Cowboys have a real legitimate shot. And I do too. I do too. <laughs> Uh, let me catch up here. Uh, love you, Jared. Salute. Uh, the Giants will shock the world and go to the Super Bowl like last year's Bengals. That's uh, that's uh, that's that's big talk there, Matthew. That's big talk. Matthew said, uh, "Go read my last comment, please." I gonna disagree with you. I'm gonna disagree with you, but I think that they have already shocked the world in a lot of ways. So, you know, no one expected anything from the Giants and they're getting good things from the Giants. So uh, Daniel Jones looks like he may have turned a corner. Shit, I didn't start record. I'm not going to do it now. Um, I disagree that your Giants are going to shock the world, but it, it, but in a way, I think they already have. So we'll get into it more. Uh, what else do we got here? That's thanks. I don't know what that means, but I'm honored. Okay. Uh, let's see, blah, blah, blah. First 40 minutes are usually pretty random anyway, B. Keep the party going. You just, I mean, you guys really have no idea. I mean, honest to God, you really have no idea how frustrating the tech problems are. Um, you have, you have, um, you know, this all rides on the shit working and me trying to make a show that's not boring and have slides and have audio and have, this is what I feel like separates me and Barry on deck from all the rest of the sports talk shows. I mean, everybody does a little something, something, but I, I mean, I try to make this shit feel like an actual honest to God professional production. And so when it doesn't work or it goes to shit, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, maddening to say the least, but oh my God, I just, I hate it so much. So. I just want y'all to know that, and I, you know, I think it's funny sometimes when my mic is muted and it's cute, but the grand scheme of things, the jokes about me being late uh, and the tech shit not working it doesn't help. 
Um, but I'll, I've got therapy tomorrow, so I'll talk to her about that, and, and we'll be okay. You guys just keep being assholes. Um, Tidal Wave said it depends on the new coach uh, about the Panthers. Nah, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. Disagree with that. Who you bringing in that you feel like you can make a Super Bowl run with Derek Carr? I mean, Derek Carr is not bad. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, I think it starts and ends with quarterbacks in this league. Period. End of story. And then you go, you're, you know, you look at the coaching like maybe the Chargers should look at making a move and getting in a better head coach. Uh, anyways, let's see. The Vikings are fool's gold all year. God, don't even get me started on that. We're going to get into all these games, I promise. I'm just trying to catch up. Um, uh, Sergeant Erectro said, uh, will the Giants pay Danny Dimes next year? Let's just see how this plays out, right? What is his exact contract? Let me see. Uh, what is what is Danny Dimes' is? Let's see. SpotTrack.com. By the way, Sergeant, welcome to the show. We got a few uh, first-time chatters, I do believe. Uh, first time followers and all that. Oh my gosh. Why did I, that's the wrong place. Hold on. Hold on. God bless America. Uh, there we go. So yeah, Sergeant Electro, all hands on deck. Uh, first time chatter. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, one V one me man says Dallas and Tampa are going to be a shootout. You think so? And we'll find out one V one me. Thank you for the follow too. I appreciate that. I disagree. I think it's going to be an ugly game. I think it's going to be an ugly, slowed down bleh, game. Um, I think that there's going to be a lot of running the ball. That's just me. Hey, Sicko Dank said, hurry up uh, and talk sports, but that was their first chat, so I appreciate you. Way to come in and be super demanding, Sicko Dank. All right. Um, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. <sighs> oh, yeah. I was looking up Danny, Dan, uh, Danny Jones's. Um, contract let's check that out real quick spot track daniel jones here's what it looks like chat here's what it looks like if you're interested some of you may be some of you may not i don't know i don't really care we're looking at it anyways because somebody asked uh, so we are in year 2022 what was 2023 dead no what was that uh oh i guess it was a player option maybe that he opted out of uh nonetheless it's going to be an unrestricted free agent. So uh, he's doing it at the right time. One uh, shining that is. And now that he's coming off of that rookie deal and they're like, we've got an elite QB. Did you, cause I know you saw that quote, right? Chat. Uh, they said we have, they believe they have an elite QB. So, you know, I didn't know his contract was up this year. I thought it was going to be next year. Um, yeah, I think to answer the question about Danny Jones and, and the Giants paying him, you feel like just getting a win and Brian Dabo being happy. Yeah, I think they're going to shell out for him. Now, I don't think he's going to get, you know, top five money necessarily. I'd be surprised if he got top five money. What's his market value? Let's take a look at that. His market value is 25 mil. And based on statistics, that puts him in company with Trubisky, Ryan Tannehill, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Jameis Winston. Statistically, that's how they factor this in. Now, this year and this playoff run, that's going to get a bump. 
I mean, that's just that everybody's happy right now, unless he just absolutely shits the bed and, you know, throws 19 interceptions in the divisional round or something like that. You know, if they keep it close and he plays fairly well and, and continues to, to put up 375, even in a loss. Yeah. I do believe they're going to break the bank for him, which I don't think I would. That's the next question. Chat. Would you break the bank for Daniel Jones? Would you? Here's my thing. Would I break the bank for Daniel Jones? No, I would not. Because you've had more years of him not doing good than years of him doing good. Got him to the playoffs this year. Great. I think Brian Dabble had a lot to do with that as well. So does Saquon Barkley. When you got a good run game, boy, that can make a quarterback look a lot better because it takes the pressure off of him. And he doesn't have to be as involved in every single uh, offensive play. Just give it to Barkley and let him do his thing, right? And I get it. No, he can run. He's he's talented. And the fact that he's a dual threat QB, you know, that can make some throws sometimes. I don't know if I break the bank for the dude. More years of bad than good. You know, I it, it would scare me way too much, but he's going to be in a, a great position to get maximum money from the Giants. So good luck, New York. But I feel like you might be sealing your fate with Mr. Jones. Me and Mr. Jones. Let's see. Vikings are fool's gold. I'm trying to catch up with the chat here. Um, so I got Sergeant Erecto's answer. Will the Giants pay Danny Dimes next year? Yeah, I think they actually will. Dre is our biggest Cowboys hater. I thought Dre was a Cowboys fan. That's weird to me. By the way, I got to say uh, shout out to four amazing deckheads that came out to the show on Thursday last week to hang out with me and Ben Daniels and Sean, uh, I forget his name, Dolan and Jesse Payton at the comedy show. Hey, man, cheers to you guys. Cece, Donna, FJ, and Dre. Bought tickets, came to the show, hung out after. It was dope. I love you guys. Y'all know that, man. Thank you so much for the support. Thanks for being there. Thanks for coming to the comedy shows. That means a lot. That's uh, that's all part of this. Um, Go grab Bennett. Yeah, okay. Dre is our biggest cowboy hater. I got the Bucks money line. The Cowboys are the Chargers tonight. Mm, I got the Cowboys, but I'm not going money line. I just do spreads and shit. Uh, we can all agree Danny Dimes is better than Kirk. I'd put him in the top 10. Whoa, whoa, no. Ah. We'll look it up statistically in just a second. Don't let me forget, but I'm going to disagree with that until proven otherwise. Does Brandon Staley still have a job? No, um, I don't think so. That's a great question. Does Brandon Staley still have a job? I think at the end of the day, Brandon Staley has made a ton of, of questionable decisions as a head coach in game. He's got a, a lot of problems that he's got to work through. And look, you've got an ultra talented quarterback in Justin Herbert. And not all of it is on him and not all of it is on Staley. But at the end of the day, those two guys, it starts and ends with them. And when you get out to that big of a lead and you let it collapse, just like everybody wanted to blame Matt Ryan for the Falcons debacle in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. A lot of that had to do with coaching, right? Play calling and defense. That's nothing to do with Matt Ryan. He gets a bad rap for that, in my opinion, unless you're throwing pick sixes, you know, 
every play to get them back into it. But, uh, you know, I think Justin Herbert is has the potential to be a generational talent. I don't think he's there yet. But I also think Brandon Staley is not the guy for the job there. I don't think he's doing a good job. So, does he survive? I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm not a I'm not Miss Chloe. If you don't know who that is, you're too young, and I hate you. Um, but if it were me and I owned the Chargers, I'd probably have to cut bait and find somebody else. That's just me. Uh, let's see. So I hope that answers that. Niners fans are starting to make me want to root against them. Are they getting that cocky P. Randizzle? By the way, homie, again, thank you for the 10 gifted subs. Very much appreciated. Are they getting cocky? I, I don't know. I don't hang out with a lot of Niners fans. So I don't know. Um, Jim said tech problems will eventually lead to murdering someone. I feel you, Barry. It's super frustrating. Streamers, no. Uh, Dallas and Tampa going to be a shootout. Your haircut looks good. Thank you, Rudy Rod. Well, we appreciate all your hard work, B. Thank you, Mr. Mina. And I'm sorry you're in uh, Twitter jail. That always sucks. I, I experienced that for the first time. Not fun. Um, We're not here for the glitter. Just keep being funny. Okay. Well, some days it's better than others, I guess. Um, Derek Vehicle, 1v1 me. Nice. I like that, actually. I like that. Um, you. Let's see. Uh, hold on. Jeez, I'm so far behind on the chat. I hope to get both lose. What? How much more elite would the Giants be with a top 10 wide receiver? That's a good question as well, Matthew. That's a good question as well. I don't know. Um I think anytime you have an elite wide receiver along with a quarterback with a, a decent skill, because like let's not let's not pretend like an elite wide receiver is the difference. It, I mean, it can be, but you also need a quarterback that can get him the ball. Is Daniel Jones that guy? We still need to find out. In my opinion, in my opinion. But no, I mean, I'm not prepared to say that yet. You've got an elite running back or or close to elite now when he's healthy. But yeah, that I obviously I think if you you know, if uh if if uh if uh DeAndre Hopkins leaves Arizona and let's say he went to the Giants, oh yeah. That makes a huge difference. Obviously. But then but you still gotta be able to get in the ball. All right, uh good afternoon, Barry. What's up, Stephen Luther? Good to see you, buddy. Uh who else is what I miss? What I miss, he probably get the fifth year option. Um, Alex is screwed. How much more elite would the Giants be? Got that. I'm trying to catch up, guys. I'm sorry, chat. Uh, team declined Daniel Jones's fifth-year option. Oh, they did it. Okay, yeah, that's a big whoopsie. I do, I do agree with that, uh, Mr. Holmes. That's a big whoopsie. Barry speaking, as a Giants fan, they will pay him the, the man top five money. Don't be shocked. Stupid move, Giants fan. Do you agree with that? Do you like them paying him top five, or do you think that's a dumb move? Let me know in the chat. If they pay him over 30 mil, they screwed up. Totally agree with that catfish. Totally. Uh, don't hold your breath. Yes, yes, yes. Nope. As a Giants fan, nope. You'll have no choice. I, and that's also a fact. Flip. I mean, you kind of have no choice. After the success he's having, he Aaron judged him, basically. Well, they Aaron judged themselves, too. Ah, pick up the fifth year option and play it by ear from there. Too late, I guess. Dan, Danny Jones equals Joe Flacco. Oh, I disagree with that. Uh, Joe Flacco couldn't run. Franchise him and make him prove it again. Now, that's th something that they'll probably do, Sean. That's something, and that's a smart way to look at it. I always forget about the franchise tag in the NFL. Uh, just watch out for the turf monster tackling him in the open field. You're a dick, Terrence. That's hilarious, though. 
Um, Donna had fun. I'm glad, Donna. It was so good to see you, sweetie. Thank you for coming out. Uh, do you do sports betting, said Sicko Dank? Oh, yes, my friend. You've never heard of the Laminator 5000? What? Yeah, we're going to get to that. I, uh, I'll i show you my Laminator 5000. I actually do pretty well. I'm, I've been hitting about 55% this year, 56, which is really damn good. So uh, stick around for that. We're going to get to it when we get to the games. Um, met your mama and your sis, said CC. Yes, you did. Hugh Tex, what's up? Barry, you could have tech problems every day and I could care less. Uh, I'd be more disappointed if you quit. They make me want to quit. Uh, shit happens, I'm sure. Watch for you and your tech abilities. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh, Decky's Unite this Friday night. Where? Where are we going this Friday night? Baron Deck, I don't believe in Dak. The calendar is turned to January in the playoffs. Dak don't have it. Are you saying Dak is Kirk Cousins? Is that what you're saying? No one believed in Matthew Stafford until Matthew Stafford became Matthew Stafford, at least for a year. It can happen, bro. It can absolutely happen. I'm telling you right now, Dak is one of them. I mean, we're sitting there talking about Daniel Jones and Elite and all this and that. You guys can, and, and I know Cowboy fans are always going to be more critical of Dak Prescott than anybody, and that's fine. But I'm telling you right now, as a non, uh, as, as an impartial observer of the Cowboys, I like Dak. I like what he brings to the table. Dak needs some help. Is Dak uh, the best quarterback in the NFL? No. Is he top 10? I tend to think so, yeah. You cannot knock what he does. Look, you guys, Cowboy fans, let me let me mark this. I'm going gonna, gonna to have to put this on the... I don't think that worked. That didn't work. Let me explain something to you, Cowboy fan. I know you want to hate on Dak, Dre. I know. I know you guys want to hate on Dak. But Dak is not perfect. Most quarterbacks aren't going to be perfect. Think about this for a second, Cowboy fan. You would love to have Josh Allen, wouldn't you? Every, every, just about every team in this league would love to have Josh Allen. Josh Allen throws more interceptions than most quarterbacks in this league. So he reminds me a lot of Brett Favre, by the way, and we'll get into that. But the fact of the matter is nobody is perfect. Even Brady, look how he's struggling, right? I think you have a really good quarterback in Dak, and the grass is always greener, but Dak is going to do more good than bad more often than not. He's not perfect. And yes, he makes mistakes, and yes, he has lapses in judgment, but you need to look no further than the Buffalo Bills game last night or yesterday than to see that Josh Allen is the same way. But nobody's questioning Josh Allen's talent or what he can and will be able to do. So stop doing that to Dak. It's not fair. My opinion. Ah, uh, let's see. He deserves whatever they pay him. Disagree, Miss Cleo. Yes, I like the 49ers. I do as well, Alex. They're looking tough. I don't blame Matt Ryan. I blame that asshole that coaches the Niners. Okay, Kyle Shanahan got it uh, for passing the ball and not running it. 49ers fans are still the same. You're just new to it coming from a 49ers fan. Okay. Thanks, me. I just hope I get my account back. Oh, on Twitter? Yeah, that sucks. Um, You need to blame the defensive coach as well. Yep. Danny and Saquon are intertwined when considering extending each of them. I think that's a mistake. I think that attitude is a mistake. I don't... I think that those have to be completely different, you know. They're, 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 it's two different positions. It's two different values. I don't think you do this as a duo. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... 
I don't think you do that. Elite wide receivers is the only reason Kirk Cousins is still a starter. Ouch. I thought that was a toaster. What? No, that's the toaster right there. I need to, I'm going to fix this soon. I promise. Look at TJ uh, McConnell's stat line right now. He is popping off. Ooh, okay. What's the, cl what's with the cleft palate? Okay. You know what, Flip? I'm not in the fucking mood for today. So enjoy this goddamn timeout. I explained all this shit up front. Where's Flip's fucking account? I'm not, I'm not putting up with this shit today, Flip. This is the wrong day to fuck with me today, okay? This is the absolute wrong day, period. I'm not in the mood for this shit, so enjoy this fucking timeout. I just, and, and if you're like, well, I didn't know when a bitch show up on time. Fuck. Where's his account at? Timeout. Fuck this shit. Bye. Bye. I'm not putting up with this shit today. I told you. I'm not in the mood for this shit. <sighs> Dak and Cousins are the same. Dak's not top 10. Disagree. We can agree to disagree. That's fine. Uh, ain't nothing going to break my stride. Okay, nobody going to slow me down. I got to keep on moving. I don't know why DJ Maddie is quoting one-hit wonder lyrics. Isn't that a one-hit wonder? I think so. Let's put it like this. Would you rather have Dak or Mills? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Dak. Everyone uh, was about to write his ass off when Cooper started winning games. How much BS was the Dexter Lawrence roughing the passer call? Okay, let's see. Uh, have faith in Dak. Rip flip. Terrence, are we caught up in my own page one? Okay, I'm caught up. Uh, Pierre was that dude for a hot minute. Oh, shit, flip. Yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not dealing with this shit all day. I'm not doing it. I'm not fucking doing it. Now, I don't have sports headlines for you. I mean, I have two. When I didn't get a, a chance to finish. Oh my gosh! What? Just in time for the foosball talk. Let's go! Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, coming in on that big ass raid from Book and Sports. Oh my god! Yo! Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinac. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, Jim said this should help my mood. Absolutely not. Welcome in, folks. I'm in a terrible fucking mood. Don't fuck with me today. That's the rule, okay? This is not herpes. It's a pimple. I had tech problems to start this godforsaken show. I'm not in the mood for your shit. But welcome to the program, guys. My name is Barry Laminac. Uh, this is Barry on Deck. We do this Monday through Thursday, one, uh, 2 to 5 p.m. Houston time. And uh, just fucking, I'm so angry today. Please don't judge me based off of this. It's not herpes, I swear to God. Next person to say herpes, timed out. Timed out. Okay? Timed out. Now, you guys weren't here when the show started, so I had to explain. Look, it's one of those. Look, you see that? It's one of them. Herpes is over here, okay? You know. You know, Sports Hub. Sports Hub, you know where herpes is. You have them. You got that fever blister on the corner. It gets all cracked, and when you smile, it breaks apart, and pus comes out, and it hurts. You know how that is. This is a goddamn pimple, okay? Don't start that shit on me. Don't you start that shit on me. Hey, thank y'all for the follows, by the way. Much appreciated. 
Um, but welcome to the show. This is Barry Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lamanek. Look, I, this is a sports talk and entertainment show. I'm a nationally touring stand-up comedian. I spent seven years on ESPN Radio here in Houston, Texas. Three years hosting a sports talk show on TV called Houston Sports Show. It was on NBC and CW. Uh, I talk sports and try to make it fun and funny. That's what we do here. Um, <laughs> I got it down below. Oh, damn. No, thank you, Sports Hub. That's disgusting. Uh, but thank you guys for the follows. Uh, let's see. Who is it? 1v1 me, uh, E-Dub, I have Beams, Bob the Builder, Jessica, Johnny Dirks, and Rich Field Tech. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for the follows. And once again, shout out to my guys Terrence and, uh, Chelly God and everybody over at Book of Sports. I owe an apology to Chelly God, by the way. I said I would do this when they raided. And by the way, we're just about to get into NFL talk. I've got all these fancy, pretty slides made. We're gonna go. We're gonna go through and break down all the games and talk about what happened. And we'll even start looking at some of the other matchups if we have time. So fear not, my friends. I've got plenty of NFL to get to. But all right, Coop Eagle, you're testing me. And you know what? I don't give a shit. I know you came in on the raid. I know I'm supposed to be nice. I told you this is not herpes. And the first person in this fucking chat that says this is herpes is getting timed out. So enjoy your time out, Cooper Eagle, if that is your real name. Raggedy bitch. Heck yeah. Bam, get out of here. All right, he's timed out. Uh, Moz, did we give a shout out to Book It, by the way? Can somebody please? Oh, good. We got one. Awesome. Shout out to Book It Sports. This ain't the day, okay? I've had tech problems all fucking day. I don't even know what the hell I was saying. Look at all these sons of bitches yelling herpes. Okay, I don't even have time to time all these people out. I don't have, I don't, I'm exhausted. You know what? This is bullshit. Uh, let's just move to the fucking sports talk. Peak Sour, you can suck it. Rambling Gambler, you can suck it. Um, who else can suck it? Terpies, that's, that's okay. Um... Sports upset, love each other, folks. Yeah, let's try to love each other, assholes. I didn't get to watch this game. Uh, real quick recap. Niners dominated. Niners are scary. Uh, Niners are going to have an interesting offseason trying to figure out what they do at the quarterback position. Right? Do you keep Garoppolo? Do you do you break do you break Trey Lance? What about Trey Lance? Brock Purdy's proven himself. I mean, I don't think you, even if even if they lose, which I would be shocked if they lose in the divisional round, even if the Niners lose, you've really got to take Brock Purdy serious as an, uh, an option at QB for this team. But, chat, but, how many of you, if you were gambling, how many of you would bet that Brock Purdy ends up being more uh, Matt Castle than Aaron Rodgers being a backup. I mean, my money's on Matt Castle. My money's on, you know, uh, I just, maybe I'm sleeping on the guy's talent. I don't see it. Screw you, Jay Cross. I hate you, stupid face. I don't know. I don't know if I take that risk on Brock Purdy. It's kind of like what we were talking about earlier uh, in the first hour. Uh, uh, it, it's it's one of those, somebody asked the question in the chat, do you give Daniel Jones, do you break the bank for Daniel Jones? I said, no, you need to prove it to me. You've got a few games and, and one year of success by making the playoffs. You got more failure than success on your resume. I need to see it. Same thing with Brock Purdy. 
I need to see more than a few games. And so momentum and the weapons and you got Debo and C CMC and all. I need to see more. I need more on the tape and more on the resume before I break the bank. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, Kevin, that's my boy. Don't you dare talk about Joe Blank like that. Or Nick. Those are my guys, man. I love those. Those, those are my guys. You'd be nice. Hey, Ricky, shut your damn mouth. It's time for the herpilator. Kiss my ass. Okay, Ricky, where the fuck you at? That's a timeout for Ricky. Smart ass Ricky smarty pants. Where's Ricky at? Where's Ricky at? First time chatter. Uh, Lexi Pooh. That's a timeout, Lexi. I don't know why I'm just killing my own ratings right now. Hey, if you're coming in on the raid, please hit refresh. It doesn't make the herpes go away. I mean the pimple. Damn it. It doesn't make it go away, but it helps me with Twitch and their stupid rules about, yeah, these people came in on a raid. They don't count. You all count to me. I love you all. You all count to me, except for uh, 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 um, the ones that say herpes. You don't, I don't love you. The rest of you I love. Okay. All right, back to the Niners. Big win. I mean, shout out to the Seahawks. Great season. Geno Smith. Yada, yada, yada. Jay Cross, thank you for the resub. Let's go. Jay Cross just resubscribed six months, baby. That's what's up. Ivan resubscribed for 11 months. That's what's up. Appreciate y'all. Um, shout out to Seattle. Okay. Shout out to Seattle for a, uh, uh, a, a, uns, uns, what was it? unsuspecting successful season. They needed some help at the end to get in, but damn it. Who had Seattle after trading Russ? Geno Smith? We all laughed. Face it, we all laughed. So good on them, you know? I mean, Seattle was the Dolphins of the Northwest. Good for them. Good for them. They just ran up against an absolute juggernaut in the Niners right now. So, uh, from the game, again, I didn't get to watch it, so... Uh, I was on tour, or not on tour, but I was on the road. I was in uh, Lufkin, Texas, performing comedy. So I was unable to watch that show. I was driving up. Same thing with the Jags and the and the uh, Chargers. But this doesn't surprise me. Every year, every year I believe in the Chargers. Every year, and I'm not a Chargers fan. I just, I don't know. I, I like the team. I like the makeup. I like the cut of their jib. But every year I'm believing in the Chargers, and every year the Chargers make a fool out of me, kind of like her cousins did this year with my belief in him. How do you lose that game? And, and again, let's go back to Brandon Staley. Yeah. Done. He's got to go. You can't have that kind of collapse and survive it. I'm sorry. This is, yes, it's sports up. That's what I was, uh, somebody asked that earlier. There's no way you can fade this again. Remember, he had problems last year getting into the playoffs because of his stupidity as a bad coach. You don't fade. You can't fade this twice. Okay. You've got talent. I get it. No, Mike Williams. They were undermanned, but you, I mean, you had, you had the Jags on the ropes, four interceptions by Trevor Lawrence of the first half, and you can't win that game. And don't tell me it's a Justin Herbert thing. That was coaching. That was coaching. That was poor, poor coaching. And then I get it. Give credit where credit is due, right? Last-minute field goal. If he misses it, we're not talking about it. We're talking about, woo, and they move on. But look, end of the day, this is a results business, and he's getting shitty results. I think you got to move on. I think there are a ton 
of potential coaches out there that could take these Chargers in the direction they need to go and get them further than they need to go. Mike Williams doesn't play because of his coach. That's a pretty good point, Peak Sour. Hey, Sports Hub! Thank you for the follow. Much appreciated. But let's not let's not dwell on the Chargers for a second. Let's talk about the Jags. Let's talk about more than anything um, the resiliency or the resilience of Trevor Lawrence. Let's talk about what does this do for Trevor Lawrence for the Jags and this organization going forward. First of all, if we're gonna if we're gonna say that 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 uh, Brandon Staley is is not the guy anymore, that he's got to go. Let's all give a shout out to Doug Peterson. Chat, what a job he's done! Right, you figure an, a a year after the Urban Meyer debacle, Trevor Lawrence just and people have said it was a nightmare on that in that organization with Urban Meyer being there. Trevor Lawrence was exposed to that right off the rip. Doug Peterson came in and fixed it in one year. Fixed it. Now, let me stop some of the, the OG deckheads that have been in this show rocking with me since day one back in May of 2020. I know a lot of you are live, born and raised here in Houston, Texas, along with me. I know a lot of you are Texans fans. Let's hold the phone on. Oh, so what you're saying is if you replace Lovey Smith with a with a Doug Peterson, the Texans are going to be gone. <laughs> no. Because the Jags did a couple of things. Now, remember, chat, they went out and they drafted a good quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, right? Now, he was, last year, he didn't look great. Remember, we talked about, man, Mac Jones and, and Davis Mills had better statistical years. Talent-wise, though, Trevor was the guy, right? It just took the, it just, it just, they needed the right coaching to bring that out in him. Davis Mills, talent-wise, is not the guy, and the coaching's not going to bring that out of him. The other thing that's important is, the Jags already had some talent. This roster that the Texans have has zero talent other than at running back. And they don't even have any depth after Pierce, obviously. But the big thing to me is the Jags also went out and spent money in free agency that you and me and a lot of other football fans laughed at. And that money seems to have paid off in significant ways. So you've got to give credit where credit is due. The Jags as an organization made a lot of moves in the offseason to improve themselves. And, you know, look, at the end of the first half, at the end of the first half of this game, who amongst us was it like, done? They're done. That's it. Jags going to Jags. Hey, uh, Arca Studio. Oh, no, is that RCU? Our custodio. I'm a fucking idiot. I can't read. Our custodio. Thank you for the follow. Much appreciated. I mean, everybody, I was I was getting ready to go on stage when I looked at my phone and it was before the half. And it was whatever it was. Four interceptions from Trevor Lawrence. Jags were down huge. I was like, oh man. I was like, this sucks. Our custodio. Okay, sorry, my bad. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, but I was like, my bad. So I go on stage, I do my thing, get all the laughs, all the laughs, chat, all the laughs. I come off stage, I'm chilling in the back in the green room, and I look at my phone to check, and I'm like, what in the fuck? How? How did this happen? It was amazing to me. It's one of those things, and this is why, you know, you guys that are shitting on Dak and uh, and the Cowboys and not believing in some of these other teams and 
Look, this is, these are, we got, we forget a lot of times we forget. These are all professional football players and coaches and staffs and all that shit. And it doesn't always go the way you think it's going to go because the, the guys on the field have something to say about that. And not only that, but it, I don't know what was said in the locker room at halftime or, or what Doug Peterson said or did. But this team believes in him. And they obviously believe in themselves. Let's let's flash back for a minute here. If you go back to when the Jags were three and seven, you heard the story last week before they went into the playoffs when they finally made it and beat Tennessee last week. It was all over the news. They told the story. We were three and seven, and Doug Peterson had a team meeting and he told all of us to our faces. He told all of us that. Uh, hold on, I got this in, uh, a text real quick. Hold on. Damn it. Sorry. Um, But he told all of us that, well, they told us, sorry, that that three and seven, he goes into a team meeting and says, listen, I've seen it. This is going to come down to the final week of the season. This is going to come down to week 17, us versus the Titans to see who makes it to the playoffs. Now they're three and seven. Who's believing in that? Nobody, but he believed in that and he chose to do that. And I just say what you want, but I mean, even with the Titans who seem a lot of times to be undermanned and not have the kind of talent, they believe in Mike Vrabel and they would all run through a wall for Mike Vrabel. And I think that's where the Jags have gotten with the uh with 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 Doug Peterson and that's where Doug Peterson has gotten with the Jags. So shout out to everything that's been going on in uh yeah, Duval. I mean, you got to you got to respect the hell out of that team. They were awful last year. And by the way, uh, Texans fans, don't believe it. It ain't going to happen. I hate to burst your bubble. But bringing in Doug Peterson isn't going to make a difference on this team next year, or a, or a Doug Peterson type. It's not going to happen. Uh, it, it's just it's it's not. You don't have the talent. I mean, <laughs> King of All Twitches said I believed in David Cully. Why would you? Why would you do that to yourself? Who I didn't. The dude chewed his tongue on the sidelines. Are you fucking kidding me? He chewed his tongue. I'd rather have Mike McDaniel, who is vaping on the sidelines, than David Cully, who's just like. Uh, <laughs> Um, what the heck is a timeout? You mean we should use those? David Culley, obviously a former Baltimore Raven coach, got got timeout management from uh, John Harbaugh. Ouch! 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 Let's not act like Peterson didn't wear out his welcome real quick in Philly. Oh, no. Don't get me wrong. He did and he could. But are you going to argue with the results in year one? Are you going to argue with taking one of the worst teams in football and turning them around in one year? He also had a lot of success in Philly. Uh, Catfish said Philly let Peterson go because he wanted to go with Hurts over Wentz. Well, he wore out his welcome. I mean, that's kind of the thing when you've got, if you look in 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 Miami, same thing could be said about uh, 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 Brian Flores. He wore out his welcome in Miami because he didn't want to go with Tua. So, in a way, in a way, he's right. You, you want to do it your way, man. They don't want that. They, they, you know, we invested in this guy. We invested in this player. 
and we want you to use that. And some coaches are like, nah, nah. He had a gummy bear stuck in his teeth. Who, McDaniel? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Uh, Jags pulled out. Shut up. Shut it up. Not true. Doug wanted his own coaches and more control. Okay, get your facts correct. I will say this. Jay Cross is a Philly fan, so I'm not going to doubt him. I don't know. I don't give a shit about Philly as much. Um, Philly let Peterson go because he wanted to go with Hurts over Wentz, said Catfish. Okay, now now all the Philly fans are arguing. Um, let's, uh, let's, I'll let you guys fight amongst yourselves while we continue to recap this weekend's uh, shenanigans and festivities, okay? Uh, this one, of all the games that you had that surprised you, is this the biggest one? I mean, the Bills won. That was expected. But how they won? And how close it was, to me, has to be the biggest shock, uh, followed by a close second with that Bengals-Ravens game. And they're both losses for teams that shocked me. But let's just, let's just take a moment to appreciate, once again, kind of like we did with Seattle and the Niners, let's just take a moment and appreciate what the Miami Dolphins did this season, what Mike McDaniel did did this season what Tua did and meant to his team this season unbelievable and they were down what 17 nothing at one point and then kind of like what we talked about earlier chat when I was talking about Dak Prescott and he's gonna make some mistakes and you know Josh Allen is a is a bit of a wild card he's a bit of a gunslinger in fact I was thinking about that last night, watching the game, watching Josh Allen throw interceptions when he's up 17-0, do some gunslinging, and I'm like, yo, this guy reminds me a ton of Brett Favre. Not completely in skill set, right? I mean, Favre wasn't a running QB like Josh Allen. Josh Allen is next level when it comes to that. Still got a cannon like Favre. Takes risks like Favre, though. And Favre was one of those guys, no one will ever doubt Brett Favre's greatness, but Favre was one of those guys where when you watch him, you go, no, 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 don't throw that, don't throw Oh, God, what, what was that? What was that, pick six? What are you doing, Favre? And then he'd come back and throw three touchdowns, two bombs. It, it, you'd be like, oh, my God, this, I can't, okay. I guess you got to deal with a, an occasional dumb throw, right? That's Josh Allen to me. You got to put up with the interceptions, but the guy is so ultra talented and so good that you got to fade that. That's that was how it was with Favre. So, it you know, it's not a complete mechanics and uh one for one talent comparison, but I was thinking about that yesterday. Josh Allen reminds me of Brett Favre watching him play and how how he plays and the risks that he takes and the stuff you have to fade with him to put up with the greatness. Um they pulled it off. And it wasn't pretty and it wasn't clean, and he's the first to tell you that. Uh, and he got bailed out and he and he got some help. And he got lucky. But that's uh that's what it takes sometimes. Buffalo has a lot to clean up going into the divisional round. A lot to clean up. And the <laughs> if they think that going forward. That they can play like they played against the Dolphins and expect to win. It's not that is not how you that's not how you make a run to the Super Bowl. That's just not how you're gonna do it. 
you need to beat the teams you're supposed to beat and do it handily like the Niners, which is why also a lot of us should be scared of the Niners if you're not a Niners fan. If you still have a team in the hunt, you absolutely should be scared of the Niners, especially in the NFC. Absolutely. So, um, Bills do their thing, beat, uh, beat the Dolphins 34-31. I, over in the, um, damn it, why do I still believe in Kirk Cousins Bowl? Daniel Jones shined in this one. Kirk Cousins did not. Kirk Cousins going to Kirk Cousins. Let's just, let's just address the final play of the game. How on earth do you throw a three-yard out route when it's fourth and eight? It's just a bad decision. And the amazing thing to me, the amazing thing to me about this is that in the postgame, he goes, yeah, that's not the one I want back. What? That's not the one you want back? That's absolutely the one you should want back. He was like, yeah, it was the throw before. It was a little behind and it bounced off and I felt like we could add it first. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You absolutely should want your three-yard out route throw on a fourth and eight to win the game. You should want that one back first. Now, we can backtrack to some other mistakes you made. But that was a big old dummy, dumb, dumb play. What are you doing, Kurt? I'm out here defending your dumb ass on Barry on deck daily, putting up with the bullshit from the chat, telling me how dumb I am, what a dumb take it is to believe in Kurt Cousins. I'm out here fighting for you, and you're out here doing dumb shit and proving them right. All right, make uh, somebody clip this. Somebody mark this down. I'm going to put this in the... Uh, I'm going to put this in the, what's it called? Uh, where is it? Um, I'm not doing it there. I want to go on record right now. I no longer believe in Kirk Cousins as a viable, good NFL quarterback. I'm not doing it no more. I defended him all year and said that people slept on him. Look at the record that he got. No more. I'm not doing it. I'm not falling for his tomfoolery in the regular season anymore. You like that? No, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like you. You're a fraud. You're a sham. A wolf in sheep's clothing. You are a... Okay, I can't say the rest of those because that would be... I'd probably get canceled. Yeah, I totally would get canceled. I'm just... I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah, that's another good one, uh, Sergeant Erectro. If you look at the point differential for the Vikings, yeah. But you know what, though? Sometimes you'd rather be lucky than good, and we know the Vikings got lucky in a ton of games. I wouldn't even do it now, Jay Cross. Jay Cross said Cousins for Mills. No, because whoever X is for Mills, it's got to give me hope that you can win with them going into the playoffs as well. I was about to get personal 1v1 me. I was about to, well, I wasn't going to get personal, but I was going to talk about, you know, uh, deception and, you know, it involved men and women and genital parts and things like that. And I'm just not prepared to, not prepared to get canceled on a Monday. It's already been a bad day. Okay. It's already been a bad start to the show and the bullshit. Oh, uh, 1H point, I guess is that on a point. I don't know. I don't know how you say that. Said Minnesota has been bad all season, though. But they it doesn't matter. They're 13 and 4. 
you can say that they have been, quote, bad all season. But the fact is they kept winning. And there are teams that were, quote, bad all season that were still winning. The Dolphins still won, right? The Giants, 9-7-1. and one. You're going to tell me they were great all season? I mean, the you know, there's just the, the Bucks have been awful. And if they beat the Cowboys, so what? They were bad all season, but they still beat the Cowboys. Doesn't matter how you got here, you got here. Whether it was luck, whether it was talent, whether it was coaching, whether it was whatever. And the fact of the matter is, Kirk Cousins shit the bed. Now, I, I, you know, you can't even say that it was one of those a Matt Ryan deal or a a, a, a Justin Herbert and the Chargers deal with a huge come from ahead loss. It was just bad football, bad football. And if they convert that fourth and eight, do they win? I don't know. I doubt it. Maybe not. But that wasn't the only problem. All right. The Vikings defense is a sieve. The Vikings defense was awful all year. They were awful in the playoffs. Daniel Jones exploited every single hole in that defense. He put it in all the holes. It was a disgusting porno is what it was. He just all the holes rammed them all passing running deep threat. I mean, deep, deep balls, shallow didn't matter. All the holes. He threw all the balls and Saquon Barkley went off again. I think they said it was the first time in giants history, two touchdowns in a playoff game for a running back or some shit like that. That I saw, well, let me pull up. I had some stats here. Scott Van Pelt has all the good stats. Uh, Minnesota. This is crazy. 23rd straight playoff appearance without reaching the Super Bowl. Let's go. Good job, Minnesota. Um, so Daniel Jones became the third quarterback with 300 yards passing and 75 yards rushing in the playoffs. Lamar Jackson and Steve Young, the other two to do it. Yep. And Saquon Barkley, I think, was the first New York Giant to have two rushing touchdowns in a game or some shit like that. I don't know. I may be off on that. Uh, total Dallas says no. A1T. I don't know what that means. You're about to be pissed off later, bro. What? No wonder they had a negative point differential for the season. Yeah. Um, down the stretch, the Giants were pretty meh to downright bad. Yeah. 46 years. That's crazy. Berkeley went off. Dobbins went off. This is a rushing playoffs. Yeah, but it's amazing um, how bad some of these defenses are playing. Also, let's be real. You saw it in the Vikings and Bengals game, but a lot of these offensive lines have been atrocious. Run games have been great, but pass blocking in the playoffs so far is it's been it's been sus. Secondaries have been sus. Um, and I think, too, we talked about this a little bit. Scoring has been down. Um but rushing, running the ball seems to be up quite a bit. And I think this is because you see defenses playing a lot of nickel and, and you know, man coverage. And yeah, yeah. And and also focusing on stopping, you know, chunk plays and, and, and the passing game, which is going to make it uh, more viable for a run game to succeed, especially when you get to the playoffs. Bill's defense looks mighty sus, I even said. Okay. Danny Dimes did well for daily fantasy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he had a really good, productive game. So, um, let me see here. I wanted to pull up something. Scores. 
By the way, Scott Van Pelt said this is the sixth year that a six seed has upset the three seed in the playoffs after having expanded it, right? I like it. I like it. I, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. And we didn't even really go through all the box scores for like Seattle, San Francisco. I don't think we need to. Um, I did want to take a, a quick, quick peek. Humor me here, chat. I wanted to take a quick little peek at the other, the other team stats because y'all know I'm a stats nerd and a numbers guy and I love them. So if you wanted to see them, here's the team stats for the two. Uh, I always start with time of possession and then go from there. Chargers, but see, that's why it can be so deceptive, right? I mean, time of possession, turnovers. How do you have five turnovers in a playoff game and win? Easy. You face a you face a coaching staff that's been outsmarted and outcoached. 117 yards rushing, beat 67, so the Jags were able to run the ball a little bit. Uh, passing games for both were about equal. Total yards, Jags uh, 390, um, Chargers 320. I mean, they ran about the same amount of plays. Third down efficiency. Is that an eight? Yeah, eight of 17 versus two for 10. And yet somehow they figured it out. And I think in a lot of ways you have to give credit to Doug Peterson for having those guys ready to play and wanting to play. And not quitting and not giving up. Because it, it would have been easy to do that as much as they were down. Uh, Dolphins, Bills. This is crazy to me as well. Uh, Josh Allen, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Like I said, you know, that's that gunslinger mentality. Um, Steven, the weather guy, humor you, humor us, funny man. I will slap the fire out of you, Steven, the weather guy. Don't you dare. Don't you dare, sir. How dare you, sir? Uh, what is this? Danny Dimes did well. Okay. I got that already. Bleh, bleh, bleh. Where'd he go? I didn't see that. Next step, Chargers fire coach and hire Sean Payton. I don't I don't know. Sean Payton would be great in in uh in uh San, at, with the Chargers. San Diego almost did it, almost screwed it up. I do agree with that. Sean Payton to the LA Chargers would be disgusting. Cause then you know, uh he goes in, he's what what he did with Breeze. You, you bring in a good defensive coordinator that can start setting up bounties so that you can cheat and pay people to take other guys out. Don't at me, Saints fan. Um, yeah, Josh Allen. Three touchdowns, two interceptions, seven sacks. Mm. But, you know, and he didn't even have a great game on the ground, but you got to respect it. Um, but this is insane to me. The Dolphins go in with a Skylar Thompson, a third-string quarterback with very little experience. They get one catch for eight yards out of Jalen Waddle. I- I'm sorry. Uh, they get uh, 10 carries for 23 yards out of Jeff Wilson. That's their leading rusher. 10 carries for 23 yards. That's their leading. They run for 42 yards in the game. And they're still in it. They still have a chance. Unbelievable. Tiger Hill goes for 7 for 69. Jalen Waddle goes for 3 for 44, which is kind of pedestrian, actually. Um, Not a big day on the passing. It's just when when you got quarterbacks throwing pick sixes, and your defense is getting you some points. It gives you a chance, especially in the playoffs. So Bills have a lot to clean up. They got to clean up the, the protection for Josh Allen. He's got to figure out how to get rid of the ball faster or take off or throw it out of bounds. Can't have seven sacks going into the divisional round. But you also can't doubt the greatness of Josh Allen. He is absolutely electric. Look at that, 352 yards. Disgusting. Uh, all right, let's do this box score. 
which we were just talking about. Kirk Cousins goes 31 of 39 for 273 yards and two touchdowns. But a couple of big missed opportunities at the end of the game. Daniel Jones, uh, 24-35 for 301 yards. And uh, Saquon Barkley goes for 53. Nine for 53 and two touchdowns. Jones has 78 yards rushing. Uh, Dalvin Cook goes for 60. And, um, yeah, I mean... Cousins sacked zero times. You should you should have a, you should you should look better, play better, and be better if you have that much protection, and you're the look. The Giants aren't a great defense. All right, the Giants aren't great at anything. It's just that Minnesota was so bad defensively and Kirk Cousins was so bad down the stretch and in crunch time when it mattered that that was the difference. Do I think the Giants, somebody said earlier in the chat, Giants going to surprise everybody and go, I don't think so. I don't think so. They're not that team. They're hot right now, but I don't, I don't think that they're that team, but you got to respect it. You got to give them credit. And Brian Dabble, man, they love playing for that dude. So uh, all right, last one was I, I the finally the game that I actually got to sit down on the back porch, drink an old fashioned, and uh, and watch from start to finish with no interruptions was the uh, Bengals Ravens. And speaking of credit where credit is due, listen, I don't want. The Ravens, or how many, do we have any, besides Shock, do we have any Rangles, uh, Ravens fans? I'm going to say Rangles. Do we have any Ravens fans in here, in the chat? Wait, raise your hand if you're a Ravens fan. Here's the one thing I don't want to hear from Ravens fans. I don't want to hear that injuries were the reason that they lost. I don't want to hear it. I don't give a shit. That's a that's an excuse. That is an excuse. That's all that is an, is, is an excuse. Yeah, but if we had Lamar Jackson, you were on the one foot line. If 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 you do what Dobbins suggested and give him the ball, instead of letting Huntley go up in the air while everybody else is going low and do the dumb shit. That's a 14-point swing in this game. It's 24-17 Ravens. If you do this right, and here's what J.K. Dobbins had to say after the game. He said, yeah, he should Huntley should have never been put in that position and in that situation. I don't get a single carry. I didn't get a single carry. He should have never been in that situation. I believe I would have put it in the end zone again. I don't disagree with him. I don't disagree with him. But you know what? This is the part that sucks for these teams, right? The Dolphins. Uh, uh, the Niners, even though they won. The Ravens, you're going into the playoffs. We talked about it last week. I feel bad for these teams. Going into the playoff with third-string quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks. Huntley practiced hardly at all going into this. It was banged up. But it's still not an excuse because they, they had an opportunity to take the lead, and with that defense, they very well could have held it. That is a 14-point swing in this game. Take that seven, put it on the other side over there, give the Ravens 24, you're looking at the Bengals 17. Now, does Joe Cool and company not go down and score? I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, that was it. No one scored after that. 
that was the ball game. And if that's the Ravens scoring and not the Bengals, we might be looking at a different outcome. So spare me that injury bullshit. You beat yourselves. The Ravens absolutely beat themselves. 100%. And it sucks because I agree with who said that in the chat. Uh, Lamar makes that play. Where did that go? Where was that? Yeah, Amos. Lamar makes that play. I, I totally agree. 100%. 100% Lamar makes that play. Dobbins probably makes that play. At least he's less likely to fumble. And you're right there too, 1v1 me. Bengals were banged up and had some injuries on their side of the ball. I mean, they still had their starting quarterback, which is a huge difference. You still got Joe Cool, man. You know, it wasn't a fair fight. Ravens were fighting with one hand tied behind their back. But don't tell me that that's the reason that they lost. No, I won't put up with it. I don't want to hear it. And I I disagree with you if that's what you think it was. They got outplayed. And they beat themselves. They absolutely beat themselves. And yeah, uh, one H point. Um, oh, bro, that's been my that's been my jam right now, dude. That's been my jam. I like to go on the back porch. I like to make an old fashioned. I'll just learn how to make them. I never had one. I'm just I usually just drink Crown and Coke, Crown and Diet Coke. Don't judge me. Don't don't fucking judge me. But I drink Crown and Diet Coke because I'm fat. And um, yeah, I would get on the back porch, smoke a cigar. <clears throat> but now. Now that I know how to make old fashions, I make me an old fashioned and get me a cigar. Rocky Patel number six. That's my go-to. Rocky Patel number six and an old fashioned and some football on the back porch. Oh my God, I'm in heaven. It's the best. So yeah, that's it. All right. So Bengals beat the Ravens uh, 24-17 in last night's game. And that capped what was actually a really, really fun weekend of NFL football. I mean, I didn't get to watch the Niners game. Like I said, I don't know how boring or how bad or how good it was. Uh, but that, that Jags chargers game, whether you're, uh, you know, the, the, just the fact that the Jags pulled that off. Unbelievable. Bill's dolphins was a nail biter and a lot of fun. Unbelievable. Vikings and Giants, not so much a nail-biter, but still a good football game to watch. Interesting football game to watch. And Bengals-Ravens was a lot of fun. For It was kind of boring in the first half, but still, with all the, the, the craziness that went on there, that's a lot of fun. So, good weekend of NFL football. I was not expecting that. Uh, what's up, Mines? Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> Barry, what are you doing? The Raps game is live. I'm talking about... <sighs> I don't know. A huge uh, weekend in NFL football. I did watch the Ravens game. It was entertaining. That last throw was so close. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I mean, the, the 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 fact that he stumbled, by the way, Mines, is a great point. The fact that Huntley stumbled and was still, was still able to get that ball into the end zone to give him a chance. That's a hell of a throw. Falling backwards, stumbling. Still gets that ball to the end zone. And, oh, my God, so close. Yeah, Sports Hub, a very good weekend uh, for the NFL. So, Sicko Dank said just a regular cigar. Like, are you saying, like, weed? or Yeah, this is what I smoke. This is my humidor right here. Um, I, I keep... I keep the humidor full with uh, Rocky Patel number sixes. That's my jam right there. That's what uh, that's what Daddy likes. That's my go-to right there. Rocky Patel number six. Uh, that's my go-to. So I keep 
I keep one side uh, stacked with those. But then, like, I have this cigar shop around the corner that sells these, uh, I guess they're knockoff. They're not knockoff. They're like, um, what do they call? This one's super dry. I probably need to replace that. But this is a Rocky Patel, Connecticut. But it's like, uh, it's almost like, like when you go to Marshall's or you go to Ross and buy a shirt, and you're like, oh, look at this polo. It's $7. And it's cool, but, like, one button is off. So when you button it, it's all, like, jacked up. That's kind of what these cigars are. There's different flaws in them, so they kick them out. Uh, and then they sell them like this. This is a Rocky Patel, Connecticut. I think I bought this cigar for three dollars and it's still good. I, I mean, I smoke them when I'm just looking for, a, you know, I, I don't give a shit cigar. Uh, here's another one. So a couple bucks. Not bad. And then this one, uh, this was given to me by Trey, which if you guys have never seen Trey on deck, you got to hang out. Uh, but this is an actual Cuban. It's super dry, though. I think it's fucked. I don't think I'm gonna be able to smoke it. Look how dry it is. It's, it's coming apart. And my humidor. Humidor's fine. I mean, I opened it now, so it's dropped a little bit, but the humidor was on uh, 72%. It's at uh, 67 because I opened it. But, yeah. Rocky Patel, number six in an old-fashioned. Oh, all day, every day. I'll be doing that shit tonight watching Monday Night Football, watching uh, Bucks and Cowboys. Speaking of that, let's break that down for a second. Uh, one you smoke them was straight... Uh, on who you smoke them with, straight tobacco. I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's just tobacco. I don't get high. I have edibles for that. Rub some lean on it. No, Dave. What's up, PP Dubs? I'm not rubbing lean on it. Uh, no, I'm not doing that. What does it say? I don't know what position that is. The Ravens, big guys who block those people and protect the QB. Oh, our ass. Yeah, mine's not. A, you guys got to understand, uh, chat. Mine's is from Canada. Doesn't follow American football. Loves the Raptors. Not an American football fan. Um... The one time I bought a cigar, it cost me eighteen dollars, dude. Yeah, and then we probably threw up. That's uh, that's the thing. You got to get used to it, man. It's like beer. You got to get used to it. All right, chat. Here's what I want to do before we talk. Um, but and yes, uh, somebody asked, is is my mom gonna join the show again? Yes, like she does every single week. Jenny's mom joins the show on Mondays, but because we had so much NFL football to discuss and recap the games, I asked her to hold off until four fifteen. Normally she joins at three fifteen, but we were right in the meat and the heart of NFL talk. So I asked her to hold off to four fifteen. So she'll be here in another half hour. Um, mine said Raptors need to tank. Change my mind. Do it. You got a lot of competition though. You got a lot of competition. It's gonna be a tough year to tank. Remember, top three get equal uh, balls in the uh, lottery. So even if you tank, you just need to be top three. You don't need to be the worst team in the league. So just hit that uh, top three worst teams, and you're good. All right, so I want to get to um, the game tonight, Bucks and um, Cowboys. I also want to show you how the Laminator 5000 did. So we're going to save that. Where the hell did it go, by the way? We're going to save the Laminator 5000. For those of you that don't know, I have a, um, a spreadsheet slash formula that I created for wagering on NFL football. This year, I'll show you. This year, we are at 55.95%. Uh, where'd it go? Come here. Get over here. Because a lot of y'all came in are still here from the Book It Raid. Uh, this is what it looks like. This is what we did so far this year. I'm 55.95% at picking games. And the spreadsheet as a formula is 54.59%. 
So there you go. So it's uh it does pretty well. It does pretty well. Last week of the season, spreadsheet went eight and eight. I went eleven and five. And we pick all the games against the spread. I missed a couple of games. And we don't start till usually week five or six. So there you go. So I will show you how we did in the other five games and um what it picked and what I picked um for the uh for the Dallas game tonight. We'll get to that. But before we do, let's do a little non-sports. We've been very sportsy, and that's okay. I love sports. You all do. But I wanted to, I don't want to not get to this because I would love to see what the chat, what y'all's feedback is, chat. Um, I'm not doing lean, Jim. All right, so let me ask you this, chat. I saw this on Twitter. I thought it was hilarious, and I was going to respond, and I was like, no, no, I'm going to save it. I got to save it. So here we go. I want to know. Here's your challenge of the day. We don't do this every day. This is, in fact, the first time we do this. Your challenge of the day. Name this band with four words or less. Name this band with four words or less. What do you, what do you, what do you, uh, what do you call in this band? Beavis and the Buttheads. Oh, that's done. That's well done, Maddie. Look at Maddie right off the rip. Colts asked to interview D'Amico Ryans. Well, they should. They absolutely should. Most <laughs> Cisco. Cisco said Alabama. Like the country band? Hold on. First of all, sir, don't you dare. Don't you dare. I grew up. I loved Alabama. My mom used to listen to him. She got me listening to him. That's hilarious. Um... DJ Maddie said Beavis and the Buttheads. Uh, that's a really good one. Uh, Cisco said Alabama. Catfish said my uncle, brother, dad. Okay. Total Dallas said the Martian lineup. Five heads and bangs. That's pretty good, Jim. It's pretty good. The Nutcrackers said sicko dank. Okay. I like it. Uh, Barry, you're an asshole. That's my brother on the far left. Well, um, tell him I said hello, I guess. Um, Christopher Mina said the butthole surfers. Okay. Ice stones. Oh, that's pretty good. Crystal and the rocks. Nice. Uh, Joe Dirt Boys. Oh, I like that. I like that. Well done, Terrence. There's incest all in that pic. One is a dad and the stepdad to his grandpa. Okay. I convinced my kid that. That it's illegal to play in Texas without a fiddle in the band. Oh, loving the Alabama reference. Loving it. Total Dallas said this band is called Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes. Okay. Elf and the Trolls. I like that. Alan Denson. That's not bad. Um, I don't really know. I didn't. It's, here's, the, here's the bad. This is where I failed you, Chad. I didn't come up with anything funny for this. I didn't, I, I saw this and went, oh, I got to save that for the show. But I didn't actually um, have anything funny for it. I guess I should have. Uh, the only thing I could think of was uh, the bare neck ladies. No, that's not. Because I'm just trying to, how do you incorporate throat chop? Oh my God. Dubs. Throat chop is amazing. Throat chop. The heroines, okay, I like that. The flatliners, all right. Oh my God, Uriel Bell and Weaver. 
from way downtown, Metallica. Okay, but shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. Metallica. Bro, you're not beating Metallica. Metallica. Come on. That's outstanding. <laughs> that is outstanding, Uriel Villanueva. Well done, my friend. Uh, cheers to you. That is fucking, oh my God. That's amazing. Thro I like Throat Chop, though. That's super funny. Posh said their hit song, My Mama Is My Sister Wife. Okay. That is no, DJ Maddie. how dare you? That is not the sitting on the corner doing dope quartet. Uh, one has to be DJ Deep Throat. <laughs> nice. The Bestiality Boys. Oh, Cisco! Let's go! Yes! All right, we got two leaders of the clubhouse. The Bestiality Boys and Metallica. Fuck, Metallica's so good. That's so good. Uh, the Florida Man Quartet. Oh, I like that heartthrob. Well done. Uh, that's good. Okay, let's see. I knew I could count on you guys. I wish Cece was here. Cece's not here, but I know she doesn't. My grandpa is my dad is a song. Yes, I love all that, all that. They do kind of look like, the, the, the guy right there, the second from the left does look like, uh, was it Beavis or Butthead? I don't remember which. Yeah, the guy on the far right, he looks like somebody I know. And I can't remember their name, but he, he kind of looks familiar. Um, yeah, I don't like I don't uh, I don't know who that is, but it kind of looks like. <gasps> I just realized who it is, chat. The nightlight pilots. Nice. Nice. No, not Josh Ennis, Jim, you dick. Hold on. Hold on, chat. Okay. Let's let's uh, humor me for a second here, chat. Humor me for just a second. I think I figured out who it looks like. Okay, I think I figured it out. Let's do this. Hold on, hold on. Give me a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna duplicate this because it's a sports person. All right. See if you can see if you can uh, pick up what I'm putting down here. Does anybody recognize that face? Does anybody recognize? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see here. Oh shit. No, I need uh number two. Wait, not hold on. What the hell? Come here! Get over here. What the heck is happening? Why is this doing this? Oh, I get why. Okay, 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 okay. Uh where'd it go? Sports. <sighs> there it is. Let's duplicate that. Let's duplicate that, and then uh, now we can uh, crop that out. I just want that one guy's face on the far right. No, it's not uh, Josh Ennis's cousin. Uh, I'm almost there. Hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second, chat. Tell me, tell me this doesn't look the same. Let me go get the other person I think it is. It is a sports figure. NBA sports figure NBA. Uh, can you figure it out? Sports figure. Oh my God, this is so, this is so brilliant. 
Oh no, I can't get that picture. I need this picture. Oh, I want that picture. That's the one. That's the one. Hold on, hold on. I think I can figure this out. Uh Oh my god, this is so great. Uh some of you in the chat are going to be pissed about this, by the way. One person in particular is not going to be happy with me for this. But but I think I think if you will uh um uh, be honest with yourself that you would know this to be true. Oh, this is brilliant. Tell me. Tell me this isn't the same person. Oh, please don't be mad at me. You know who's about to be mad at me. Please, please, please don't be mad at me. Uh, Tell me, tell me, chat, tell me that's not the same person. <laughs> tell me. It's Greg Popovich. Uh, seriously, I know CeCe's going to be angry with me right now, and that's fine. But look, if I just, if I just, if I just did, look. Huh? Come on, chat. You you see it. Tell me you don't see it. Tell me. Tell me you don't see it. That's Greg Popovich. CC's going to be so mad. <laughs> uh, I like it because the Spurs suck. Uh, Mills is taking this shit hard. What? Oh, is that, that's not Davis Mills. Oh, well done. Well done, King of Twitch. Uh, the one on the right looks like Jeff Hostetler with long hair. No, that looks like Pop. A hundred percent. That's got to be Popovich. There's no other way. Look at that. Same nose, same scowl, same eyes. His face is making my skin itch. Okay, well, let's move on then. Let's move on, shall we? In fact, you know what? It's almost uh, four o'clock. I got to pee. I got to pee, so we need to, we're going to pee. Also, um, coming up, 4.15, Jenny, his mom's going to join me. We're going to break down a little bit the Cowboys-Bucks game. I'll show you the Laminator 5000, how we did on the bets there, how what it has to say about um, Bucks and Cowboys tonight. And also, I've got a bit of baseball news for you, uh, and I want your opinion on this because the question is, how early is too early to sign a player? Like how early is too early, not just to sign a player, but to give them millions and millions of American dollars. So we're going to get to all of that, but I have got to pee. So let's pee. And then when we come back, like I said, we'll get into, uh, maybe we'll do that baseball topic. Jenny, his mom will join me for 10, 15 minutes. We'll finish the show with Bucks Cowboys some gambling advice or, you know, numbers at least that you can uh, ponder uh, before we head into the final game of Super Wildcard Weekend. So don't go anywhere. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinac. Stick around through this break, and I promise you we'll have some more fun on the other side. Stick around.
Welcome back to hour number three of Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, the 10 of you that left can suck it. Okay, you're about to miss the best part of the show. Hey, what's up, Crystal? Good to see you, sweetie. Thank you for being here, baby girl. All right, we have so much more to get to. Um, we're going to start with. I want to start with uh, real quickly, because I, I think this is a pretty good discussion that we need to have sports-related we're going to get into NFL and Bucks Cowboys and all that. We'll do that after uh, Jenny is mom. Um, oh, Dr. Dran290 said, band name of those dudes is Stoned Temple Pilots. Nice. Very nice. I like. <laughs> Alex said, uh, Rangers starting rotation. The Unregulators, the Elongators, the Mississippi Mud Kings. Nice. CC's mom really going to pray for you now, Barry. Mm-hmm, true. His face is making my skin itch. Okay. Uh, brand name, the Cowboys. I like it. All right, here we go. So a question for you, uh, chatty chat. How soon is too soon to sign a player to a professional contract for sports? I ask that because, um, the San Diego Padres have signed Ethan Solace the number one overall prospect in the international market, at least. I think baseball in general. He's a catcher out of Caracas, Venezuela. He is 16 years old. And they have signed him to a $5.6 million deal. I want to read you this. It says... Uh, Padres signed 16-year-old catcher Ethan Salas of Caracas, Venezuela to a $5.6 million bonus on Sunday, the first day of the international signing period. Salas is a consensus top overall prospect in this year's class. Uh, hits left-handed, young, younger brother of uh, Jose Salas, one of the top prospects in the Miami system. Uh, it says he's got a long history of baseball in his family. Jose Gregorio played for the Blue Jays. Uh, Jose Gregorio played his grandfather. So let's see. It says his father, Jose Antonio, played for the Braves. Their uncle, Jose Gregorio, played for the Blue Jays. And their grandfather, Jose Gregorio, played for the Astros and Royals in their organizations. According to scouts, Ethan has raw power at the plate and strong defensive skills. But he's 16. He's 16. You just gave a 16-year-old $5.6 million. I feel like, I feel like that's just, this has to be too soon. He's not even an adult yet. And you've already given him five. Now, does that mean that he can't have money and be rich? Absolutely, yes. He should be allowed to. But I think... That is a lot of money and pressure and expectations to put on a 16-year-old kid. (laughs) Crystal said Barry's dyslexic. Uh, The article said 61. No, I mean, he does look old. That's like Jordan. Jordan's like 23 or some bullshit. It's like Jordan looks like he's 80. But... I mean, the dude is 16-year-olds, and I get it. I get it. He comes from a baseball family. He's got a baseball pedigree. They all know what he's getting into. That's probably why he's so good, because he's had so many uh, veteran and former baseball players around him to make him better. 
but it's still so much expectation. It won't... Do you guys remember... Who was the soccer... Was it Freddie Adu? Was it Freddie Adu, right? I might be. I might have his name wrong. Yeah, Freddie Adu. American soccer player who they threw a ton of money at back in the day. Whatever happened to that dude? I mean, he got all that money as a kid, and then eventually... He just he couldn't live up to the hype and expectation. Let me see. Uh, American professional soccer player who played an attack midfielder. Uh, from, bef- from before the time of his signing with DC United, at the age of 14, Adu was spoken of as the next Pele. The next Pele. However, he failed to live up to expectations, and after leaving the DC United in 2006, he became a journeyman. That's the problem. Right? Look, we saw this with LeBron. In high school, they were like, this guy's the next Jordan. That was this case with Kobe as well. There was a time when NBA players were living up to the hype, right? These kids were coming straight out of high school. But that means you're 18 at least. 17, 18. 16, 14. Bro, you bar- your balls just dropped. You're, I mean, you're barely old enough to drive, and they're going, here's $5 million and a world of expectations on your shoulders. It's too soon. It's too much. I just, Freddie Adu is how old now? 33. Yeah, he should still be playing soccer if he was that good. Uh, I've seen clubs overseas sign players as young as 12 and 13. See, that's ridiculous. Messi was eight or nine. Was he? Messi was 13. Okay. Most of it probably goes into a trust fund until he's of age. So you think. So you think. I mean, it is, it, you know, it's going to be up to his family, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how it works in Venezuela or if there's a difference, right? I know like over here, I don't, I think it's got to go into a trust until he's 18 or something like that, or the parents get it. King of Twitch says Solace is now one third of the GDP for Venezuela. Damn. Damn. That's messed up. And uh, slightly accurate. Uh, what about all those young YouTubers making all that cash? You capping their money? Just a question. Yeah, I am. I am. Don't look. Don't get me started on that. I, I I believe wholeheartedly that that's bullshit. All these all these stage mom and dads, turn on the camera, do your little YouTuber thing, and let's sell a bunch of merch and get rich. They did it to Britney Spears. They're doing it to these kids on YouTube. That little kid who plays with toys. I all anytime I see that, anytime I see a young kid in the spotlight making millions of dollars, all I can think about is those parents being greedy pieces of garbage and setting those kids up to steal their money. That's it. And living through them vicariously because they're like, yeah, that, I couldn't make it. So maybe my kid could be a millionaire and famous and I'll just, I'll just pilfer all the money for them because I am their mom and dad after all. I mean, you saw the shit with the Jacksons. You saw the shit with Britney Spears. You see, it just, it goes on and on. And it's just, it's sad to me. Because I, whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, I still feel like these parents are exploiting their kids. I do. 
I feel like these parents are exploiting their kids. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe some of these parents are great parents and they're they're saving every single dime and certainly not buying fancy cars and and expensive vacations and million dollar homes with their kids' money. No way. Yeah, Ryan's world. 34 million subs on YouTube. Unbelievable. And I'm over here just fucking floundering <laughs> compared to it. I just, it's, oh my God, it's so depressing. Do you guys ever get like that? You never see like, oh, look at this child prodigy doing something that I can't do. And it's just fucking, oh, what have I done with my life? What have I done? They had a fucking like 13 year old chick who was a comedian. I was like, really? Really? God. It's just maddening. Uh, this happens all the time in the EPL League. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it does. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right, but I get it too. Like, you know, if you're, if you're, if you live in a country where it, the economically most people are disadvantaged, then yeah, you're trying to rush anybody in your household into making some money. And it happens to be at sports where the money is uh, more abundant. Cool. Go get it. Yeah, oh, you're the next, you know, Ethan Solace in Venezuela. Go make mommy and daddy some money. 5.6 million is a lot, and we could use it. You know, you're the next whatever. I, I just, I don't know. And I'm glad my mom's coming up. We'll talk about how she would try to exploit me as a kid, and did. She did try to exploit me as a kid. Oh, I won't go into it until she gets here. I'll let her be able to defend herself. But uh, um, King of Twitch said these makeup YouTubers are killing it. They hooked up my daughter. Oh, really? Amos said a lot of these YouTube kids kind of just stumbled into success. No, you don't stumble into success like that. I mean, obviously you do something that goes viral or makes you a big hit, but there's a lot, a lot of work that goes into it. A lot of work that goes into it. Trust me when I tell you that. There's just no, there's no, you, you don't, I mean, look, occasionally, don't get me wrong, occasionally somebody gets lucky. But for the most part, there is a ton of work that goes into it behind the scenes. Whether it's, you know, grinding it out and practicing or rehearsing or writing or uh, cold calling or doing a ton of different types of things. You don't just throw up a video and get lucky, especially one or two or ten. I guarantee you that Ryan's world or whatever the fuck it is. I guarantee you they were making those videos forever before one popped off. It's like we talked about on this show. Uh, I have my buddy Chinadu who went viral here in Houston on the show. And he talked about 10 years. He almost quit YouTube. He was going to quit. And then one of his videos popped and went viral. And it took him 10 years of grinding, making YouTube videos that would get 30 views, 100 views. And then he went viral, and now it's all he does. And he's got huge, you know, success and brand deals here in Houston, and he's he's blowing up, and it's great. I'm I'm, I'm so happy to see it. So, um, Hutex said, "Barry, two words: sex tape." Now I'm good, fam. I'm good. That might be that would be my best comedy sketch, showing showing my peen on the internet. Um, Joe Pro said, "When I was 16, I had 5.6 hundred dollars." And stayed fucked up all summer. That's hilarious. That's definitely not Joe Pro, by the way. 
<clears throat> it is definitely not Joe Pro. Junior high is the viral video starter. It's crazy. Crazy. It's nuts to me. I, I just... it. We've seen it in sports. You know what I mean? You see it in gymnastics. You see it in ice skating. You see it in these pageants. Fucking honey boo boo, really? I mean, all these pageant moms and these, 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 um, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's, and I get it in a way these parents want the best for their kids. They want them to, oh, is this your dream? Well, let's chase it. And then they see some talent and, I don't know. I'd be interested. You know what? Let's just, is she here? Let's see. Is my mom already in? And no, yes, she is. Let's just, let's just do it now. There's no reason to wait till 415. We're on the subject. I want to know what my mom would do if when I was 16 years old, somebody came up and offered me $16 million for something. So let's, let's bring her in now. Joining me on the program as she does every single week. Uh, Jenny is mom in the building. Mother. Hello. How are you? Nope, you're muted. I I see a, I see it coming in. Let's see. There, How about that? There, oh, I'm Yay. getting an echo. Uh, I'm getting an echo, but that's okay. Chat, are you guys getting an echo? Let's see if they're getting an echo or not. Uh, let's see. I don't see how sports survives. Kids don't watch it. I don't know what that means. Uh, they put a shit ton of content out. All right, so you guys aren't hearing Jenny's echo. Okay, cool. It's just me. It's it's this whole fucking thing. Jenny needs a bigger window. Well, she just needs to move her camera down some. Just well, point I, your laptop. No, I'm, other I'm way. trying. There you go. Now, now, now to the center yourself. Not your titties, mom. That's that's not this show. <laughs> this is not. I'm not right there. Wait a minute. All right. There you How go. about there? Don't look at the. Screen. I'm afraid to move. Look at okay. the camera. Don't look at the screen. Jesus, it's just like. When you were having all those technical problems a while ago, about five minutes later, my internet went off. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. How am I going to be on the show? Anyway, I've got a sick dog, a sick husband, so I couldn't go wake Paul up. He's sick. So I was in there in the closet punching buttons, and I must have punched the right one because the internet came back You figured it out, Jenny. Look at you, you technical, technical comedian. I'm a, yes, there you go. Anyway. Um, all right, so um, so for those of you that are newer to the program, this is my mom, Jenny's mom. She joins me every single week. She's uh, she's an amazing woman, uh, lots of fun. Um, oh, that's the wrong one. Hold on, let me let me get the right one on here for you, Jenny. This is there we go. That's much better. Although I don't know why you're slid over now. I got to handle this. Hold on, I'll I'll fix it, Jenny. Don't you worry. Look at that. Look 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 at that. Oh, and now you're muted again. But that's all. That's my bad. Hold on. No, it's not your fault. It's not your fault, Jenny. I got this. I'll fix it. I don't give a shit. This show was bad from the rip, so don't even worry about it. This is, there we go. And audio was muted. Boom. All right, we're good. Well, thank God. Uh, King of Twitch said, <laughs> damn, does Jenny need an agent? Okay, first of all, bro, that's my mom. Just <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Calm down. And she's married. So uh, let's relax. Don't make I this like shit creepy. I an agent. <laughs> no, just don't make it creepy. Don't. I don't need anybody hitting on my mom in the chat. Okay. Now, mom, uh, yes. before, I, before I, I brought you on, I, I know you could hear, but we were talking about this 16 yes. year old kid who got just a getting five five million. Point, $5.6 million signed a, signed a, signed a contract. Um, 
Would you have allowed me to do that at 16? Uh, you know, when 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 I was 16, I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. I wanted to be an actor. Uh, you tried to exploit me at the age of 14 and, and tried to get me a, a modeling agency. Hey, was, you were you know, in theater under the stars, remember? Yeah, Little I know. tap dancing here and yeah, there. Yeah, and you, you exploited that too. Yeah, I did. I was a really <laughs> terrible tap dancer and singer. Um, oh, but you... Uh, it was fun. Would if somebody had came a calling with a with a contract like that, would you have let me done it? Would you have signed let me sign a five point six million dollar deal? Oh wow. You know, there's so many ifs to that. I think first of all, I think some parents are in a really bad situation because when you have a kid who is really gung-ho into something, it's really hard not to support them. And if they're really that good and, and, and people come calling with contracts, I think you have to just be very, very careful. And, um, you know, kids aren't really mature at 16 and they don't really know what they want for sure. So it's a hard one to say yes or no. I think it depends on the kid. I think it depends on, the contract, I think it depends on what they're doing. I think sports is a little bit different than, say, movie stars or entertainment or, you know, it's it's just there's not a right or wrong answer to that. But I think there are a lot of parents who exploit their kids and they live through them vicariously. And I think that's wrong. How much money would you have embezzled from me? Just a minute. Kaylee, stop it. Sorry about that. That's that's her dog chat. That's her dog who's obviously losing its goddamn mind. Does it need to poop? Do you need to walk the dog? No, oh, she's, she's been sick. Paul's oh. been sick, so now she's feeling better. So. Are you sick? Or you better not get me sick. I was just over there. No. I know. No, I can't be sick. I have to take care of all these sick people. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Sick. Don't you dare get me sick. I got comedy shows coming up. I know. How much? I know. How much money would you um how much money would you have embezzled from me at 16 if I got a contract <laughs> for 5.6 million dollars? Well, me personally I wouldn't have done any, but I think, you know, you have to make sure that you put it in a trust for the kid. I think kids don't know what to do with that kind of money at 16 years old. I mean, hell, your brain's not even through maturating at that no. at that time. No. That doesn't happen to you 20 or 21. So, I think um you get a lot of pressure from kids to want to do things like that. But I think you have to be the mature adult and the parent. And, you know, excuse me. Um, if you would like for me to, I can take my earphones off and put this dog out. H hold on. Kaylee, get out of here. Come on. Go. Go. You got to love live streamed okay. shows. All right. That is hilarious. All I hear is, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Squirrel, squirrel. In the back. Oh, God, that is hilarious. <laughs> so, I was like, hey, sorry about that, everybody. Okay. All I can, all I can hear, all I can hear in the background was, squirrel, 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 squirrel. That's her favorite toy. Oh I know she's God. feeling better. She's Why do you let sick. her in? You knew you were coming on live. Kick her loud I didn't ass know out. She's, she was asleep in the other room and she snuck in. Listen, so uh, when I'm, I start this show, I closed. shut the door. No cats. That's how we do it, Jenny. I need you to get your yeah, shit well, together. I'm getting my shit together Skip. next time, I promise. Um, <laughs> uh, somebody said it sounded like a parrot. Oh, it was because of the squeaky toy. Um, yeah, it's her, it's her favorite squeaky toy. By the way, Dr. Dre on 290 said, poor pooch, I hope she feels better. Uh, Jenny, his mom got to meet some of the deckheads. 
on oh, Thursday at the Houston so Improv. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the deckheads got to meet Jenny's mom. So it was pretty cool. Dr. Dre 290. By the way, Dr. Dre 290, FJ, and CC and my sweet, sweet Donna all came out to the improv and all got to meet Jenny's mom. So that was really cool. Um, and mom got to meet them. So yeah, everybody is happy. Oh, yeah. and had a good time. It was so funny when, when Donna came up to me, she said, hi, I'm Donna. And I'm sitting there thinking, Donna. So, you know, I have a lot of agents in all different offices that I train not know a whole bunch of Donnas. And, and I said to Angie, that lady, Donna, I'm trying to place which Donna, which Donna. And then it dawned on me that it was Donna for, you know, a decade. And I felt so bad. And I went running over there and I went, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Because at first it just went, well, hi, Donna. You know, like, hello. <laughs> just like, but she's great. Yeah, I'm too big okay. to be hanging out with yeah. you. Yeah, but she's so great. And CC, oh, we she's had a the sweetest time with everybody. Had a Absolutely, lot of fun. she's the absolute sweetest. Would you, now, mom? When I was uh, a young lad playing sports, I was the best sport I was good at was track. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Would you have let me sign a deal like that? We didn't have a ton of money. I mean, we weren't balling. We weren't rolling in it. You know what I mean? Would you have let me you sign know, a lot of money like that? You were very, very good, and um, a lot of people told me you were very, very good. Fortunately, you just decided you were going to quit it. Burn but uh, you know, I, I think if that had something, if it would have, if it would have helped you with a college education, or it would have been put in a trust to better you later on. But as far as me, I wouldn't have taken any of your money as a parent. Yeah. Well. I mean, I just, you know, but if it's something that you really, really wanted to do and, and you were really good at it, it's, it's a tough choice for parents. It really is because you've got that kid that, that, that's, you know, wanting to do it. And then you've got to make adult decisions for them. And I don't know, what does the chat think about it? To me, it's, it's, if you've got kids, it's a really tough decision, especially if you've talented. There's a lot of parents in the chat. So I I don't know. I mean, what what do you think? Well, it's also, let, let's say it's like you have a child that is, um, you know, he's in the sixth grade and they decide he's smart enough to go to college mm-hmm. and they want you to put him in, uh, MIT or Harvard. He's, he's, a he's a brilliant and he's a, he's a genius. I mean, what do you do? Do you hold him back and keep him in elementary school? Do you, you know, better him by, I mean, it's, it's, I think you just have to, Weigh it for what it is and make sure your motives are right as a parent. What would be the you first know? thing you would have bought with my $5.6 million? I wouldn't have bought anything. Mother. I would have bought you something. What? Probably when you, if you would have been 16, I would have bought you a car. There we go. Because <laughs> that darn thing you drove around in. <laughs> you know, but something that, that was for you. Yeah. My first but, car cost $10. I know. Remember that? I it was remember. your friend Jim, I think was his name, right? Yeah. And then friend... Angie's mother gave her, it was worth no, 50 bucks. No, your mother, grand, <laughs> nanny gave her a Pinto. Yeah. A yeah, red, was, Rockets oh red and yellow God. Pinto. And she would be like, Barry, do you want to ride to school? And I was like, no, bitch, I'll walk. That shit is, <laughs> that shit is embarrassing. <laughs> That was the <laughs> ugliest fucking car. And it would backfire. That bitch, Angie, bless her heart, she'd be pulling up to the school. Pow! Pow! <laughs> pow! 
Pow, pow. And then you'd have to be worried that somebody would rear in you and blow that motherfucker up because that was the thing with Pintos back then. You, if they, they would get in wrecks and blow oh, up yeah, the gas blow tank up. and shit. Oh, that shit was embarrassing. She sure did, though. She'd be like, you want to ride to school? Nah, I'm good. I'll ride my bike. I'll walk. I'll <laughs> hey, ride the bus. I, I think it, my shit. first car was an old clunker. So the only way I, sometimes the only way I could get it started was to get a bunch of people you know, it was a had a clutch. Get Were behind it and, Fred and pop the it? clutch and start the engine. Would you oh, like, that was the only way you could run it with your feet? Listen, I bet it. I, Everybody I bet pushing. Though. I bet nobody spent ten dollars on their first car. That's literally we had to give. He was going to give me the car, but there was some sort of rule that you had to spend like some uh, at least ten dollars on it. So you gave the man a ten dollar bill and he gave me the car. And it was a huge piece of shit. It would only it had like a hole in the catalytic converter and it would drive like three miles before it would die. And the only reason I knew that is because school was three and a half miles away. And every time I tried to drive that son of a bitch to school, it would die six blocks and I would have to sit there and wait. For like an hour for that, and then get back, and then I could I was like, fuck it, I'm walking. I damn this. And car. that's I, why I would have bought you a car. <laughs> Yeah, you uh, deserved King, it. King of Twitch said hey, I would have daddy spears you. Yeah, I mean, look. That, <laughs> oh, it was, it was God. bad. Um, I, look, I, you were, you you had several uh, talents. You were a cheerleader and a singer. And did you ever have aspirations like that as a kid? And do you think Nanny uh, would have well, let you do you that know, shit? Well, you know, it's funny. It's funny you say that. I forgot all about that. When I was young, when I was in junior high school, I was asked to be on the Ted Mack Amateur Hour, which was a national television show. Uh, Look at you! <laughs> I was 12. But I was invited to New York to do that, and I was so excited about it. I mean, it was like I wanted to be a singer. I was a blues singer. But my mom just wasn't behind it. She didn't support me. She said, no, we're, we're not going to do that. We're not, we're not, we don't have them. Yeah, we're just not going to do that. And so we didn't. And I, you know, I always really was sad that I didn't get that chance to to see that through. So I've kind of been on both sides of it. I mean, I really, really wanted to do that. And I, I did sing for years after that, but that was an opportunity I think that I missed because my mom just really didn't try to make it happen. We, we didn't have a lot of money, but we could have probably made it happen. But anyway, of course you could have. It's, it is what it Moral is. Moral of the story, support your kids. Absolutely. Oh, and, 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 and have good sense about it, you know, just have yeah. good and don't exploit them, but you have to, you have to listen to the kid too, because if they're really passionate about what they're doing, you don't want to stifle that either. So that's just my two cents. I'm not saying I was the greatest parent in the world, but that's, Oh, uh, you, you from. did a pretty damn good job raising <laughs> this guy. I was like, yeah, look at him. Uh, the guy got a rape. I don't have a job, and I got, I got no fucking technical skills to keep a show on the air, and I, it's just well, you took after me on that. So, yeah, well, there you that's, go. that's for damn sure. <laughs> getting you on a Zoom call on a Sunday, Jesus Christ! You guys hey, should have seen this. I did oh better than God. Angie. She was making me throw up with her phone going back and forth like this. I was getting nauseous. I think I was getting seasick. What? what That's a outstanding. Mess. Well, um, <laughs> you guys, if you come out to shows in the Houston area, get ready. You'll be seeing a lot more of Jenny's mom at shows. You'll be seeing a lot more of my sister. Uh, they're oh, the please, because I'm going to be at every one of them. 
Yeah, so Every come out, say them. hi. Out. You get to meet Jenny and uh, hang out, get our new swag and all that. It's going to be dope. I'm really looking forward to 2023. And uh, Jenny will tell you that if you are not a member of the Patreon yet, you're going to want to sign up because we've got huge We've got some plans. fun things planned. And I'll tell you what, Jenny is kind of in charge of the, 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 the deckheads and, and the partying aspect, at least of it, for Patreon members. And we're already planning... Our very first, and I'm just going to, you're hearing it here first, Chad. I wanted to do it with Jenny's mom on the show. We are already planning a our first watch party of 2023. It is the VID watch party. Not the VIP, but the VID, very important decade watch very party. Very important decade. And it's going to be dope as hell. That's all I can tell you. All I can, I'll say this. All I can tell you is if you are a current member of the Patreon, when the party happens, you will not regret it. We've got so much planned. It's going to be worth it uh, being a member and, and a supporter and, and, of this and, show. And I do know how to throw a party. Jenny is good at this. Yes, she does. It's <laughs> going to be, there's going to be whores. There's going to be cocaine. There's what? Wait. Oh my God. No, it's no, no. A good clean. It's going to be fun. Don't listen to him. Y'all. Hold on, where where'd he go? Is, is your dog making noise too? No, I'm looking for my notes from the party. I mean, not the party, but from our our meeting, where you did say right. I mean, I'm I'm looking at it right here. <laughs> no, barely. I'm looking at, I'm looking I at it right notes. here, Jenny. It says, I have our notes. I said so, Mom. Are we going? I've got the meeting minutes right here, Jenny. Mom, are we going to have whores and cocaine? You are at the so watch party. Jenny, yes, as if we could do it without it. LOL, LOL, Well, I mean, okay. we obviously could watch the game without whores. Do but not it, it, listen to him. He is so full of it. Well, I'm sorry, You don't have heads. a reputation at stake here. I mean, I what, of being boring and throwing <laughs> terrible, boring parties? I mean, I tried, Deckheads. I'm trying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ponch said Blackjack and Hookers. Is that different? Can we... <laughs> no, I do that? like Blackjack. I do like Blackjack. We need to do a poker night one I do like a fun. little gambling. Yeah. Hey, that's what we ought to do. We ought to have a little gambling trip. We should. We should do like a, a bunch of people. We should do a casino gambling. night somewhere. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Or we could just go to the casino on a bus. Hey. That would be crazy. That would be a good outing. Look at you. See, this is why you're in charge of events for Barry on Deck. Hey, I'm telling you, I used to have a nightclub. I know I throw a party. Casino outing (laughs) with the deckheads. I'm down for that. We should, uh, yeah. I'm down for it, too. All we need is a bus, Jen. (laughs) Yeah, Jen, get us a bus. Jen's not here today, but I'll make Jen get us a bus. Yeah, well, you know what? You get the cocaine and the hookers. Jen will get the bus, and it'll be a party, Mom. I know you got connects. Oh, Oh, Lord. Okay. Just kidding. I'm, uh, I'm, guys, yeah. I'm just kidding. My mother doesn't know uh, any hookers. <laughs> she does know some cocaine dealers, so no, it can still I happen. don't. All right. Oh, they don't believe you, Barry. They don't. All right. Mother, I love you to death. Thank you, I love you for too. joining Bye, the show. Uh, Come have see a wonderful, me at one of yeah. the shows. See you hey, next you know week. What? Oh, never mind. What? I'll tell you later. What? I love you. No, what? I'll tell you later. I love you. Okay. Love you Bye. too. Bye. I'm going to go do shirts, t shirts. Oh, yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right. That is Jenny's mom. Joins me every single Monday right here on Barry on Deck. I appreciate her. Uh, she's been working hard for you guys. So we've got a ton of stuff. I'm telling you, if you're not on the Patreon, I, I am telling you right now, Sunday, we had a meeting yesterday and it was 
uh, it got me so excited. Like I was just like, man, all this shit is really going to happen. So we have really big plans. We've got a ton of parties. We already have two parties planned for 2023 and there's a lot more to come. So you're going to want to be a part of this. I promise. Uh, yeah. Pot said block off uh, rooms at the nugget. Yeah. I mean, look, if we decided as a community over there on the Patreon and the discord that that's what we wanted to do, we could do it. And uh, we've got the the folks and the capabilities to pull that off now, as opposed to just me and, you know, Jen and, and we've got a whole team now. So uh, yeah, a lot of that to come in 2023 and beyond. So if you haven't already go check out the Patreon. by the way, it's just a great way to support myself as an independent artist and creator. And uh, it's a great way to support the show and make sure that you actually have a fun place to listen to and talk sports. Cause you know, all the other places yeah. kind of suck right now. So, uh, Hey, Mina, thank you for the five gifted subs Heck and yeah. the resub. Mina, my dude, just resubscribe for 11 yeah. months. That's like almost a year. Uh, 11 months Heck though, Mina. Yeah. Thank you for that. And the five gifted subs to the community. Uh, Christopher Mina Heck just gave yeah. out gifted subs too. Let me see if I can read this here. Hold on. Damn. Where'd they go? Uh, ah, uh, shit. Shit. There they go. Uh, Marka Budav. Marka Budaveri. Congratulations. Uh, Garbagoo, uh, T. Basquez, Big Dilf 2. And Nick Gamboa got a sub. Hey, Mina. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you the most, assist. You're the best. Uh, bullshit. No, it's not this Mina, by the way, chat. Let's be real. Not this guy. I think he just got a gifted sub. I, I, I would be willing to bet you. It was this Mina who pops Heck in yeah. from time to time, super generous and kind. And then, yeah, look, look. Thank you, Chris Mina. For those of you that don't know, there's two Minas. There's Chris Mina and Christopher Mina. Chris Mina just gifted five subs, resubscribed for himself. Christopher Mina was not subscribed to the channel. So Chris Mina had to gift him a sub. So don't let the smooth taste fool you. This guy didn't give a shit about supporting. This guy did all the supporting for both of them. Chris Mina, I salute you, my friend. Thank you. Christopher Mina, suck it. Uh, all right. Mina TX greatest decade of the day. Ah, uh, well, you got to be here first. That's that's the can't be the greatest decade in the history of the world for the next three hours if you're not here. So there you go. Oh snap! Look at look at Ruin coming through. We got a new VIP in the building. Let's go, party people. Let's go, <clears throat> Ruin. My guy uh, just redeemed 60,000 channel points to be the latest induction into the Barry on Deck uh, VIP uh, community. Let me get over here. Rolls manager. Let's go. Let's see. Add new. Add new and ruin. There you go. Make a VIP. I have used 33 of 60. We only can have 60 VIPs on this channel. We have 33 slots taken Which so far, so work. save. Fuck Which you! Mina. Shut up, shark! No, we're not doing that. No, you know you don't get to just ramble on in here. Well, I mean, you did use your channel points, uh, but ruin. 
Thank you, buddy. Thank you for uh, sticking around and watching enough so that you're able to uh, to become a VIP. It's not it's not easy. Sixty thousand channel points is a lot of channel points. Thank you for doing that. Once we get all the the swag requirements for v, not requirements, but um. What we're going to be sending out for VIPs, we're going to get that into the mail to all of you. We may have to reach out some of you. We may or may not have your mailing addresses for the VIPs. And if we don't, I'll be getting you uh, to get that information to Jenny's mom so we can get all that stuff in the mail. But that's one of the things I'm working on finalizing. What are we giving to the VIPs? Because it's all up in the air right now. We're changing some things on Patreon. We're enhancing it, making it better. So we're going to figure all that out. Um, so let's see. Uh, but Ruin, thank you, buddy. Congratulations. Uh, and I appreciate you being here and watching all the time. I'm sorry I don't post on YouTube anymore, but it was just <sighs> time-wise. And I think it was actually hurting the channel for the little views that I would post. So I think we're just better off with highlights and clips. Uh, so let's see. What do we get? Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow, wow. What happened here? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, suggest a poll. Which Mina is better, Chris Mina or Chris Mina? No, I'm not doing that poll. But I will do the poll. You just may not like it. New poll. Uh, What was it? Let's see. What's up, Ash? It's totally... Uh, oh, you guys. Hey, shout out to Ash Vandalay in the chat. Can we get a shout out, please? Ash said it's a full-time job streaming and social media content. It's insane. It really is. And I had been just taking a three-hour show, because I do it every day, three hours, and then uploading it to YouTube. And it was like I'd have to stop and extract it and do all the – and then YouTube was like, nah, fam. You know? So I was like, well, we need to rethink the strategy. Plus, I kind of think the whole show should be – uh, in order to get it, you got to go somewhere else, right? Like, you got to get it. Either come back to the Twitch or maybe – I don't know. So – um but I'm glad that uh, I'm glad it hasn't like stopped Ruin from watching the show. So, by the way, if you haven't, go go give uh, Ash a follow, please. Uh, I met Ash in the Sports Accelerator program. She does a great job. Uh, she's a she's a variety streamer. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Ash is mostly Formula One, correct? I think it is, but it's also, it's all kinds of fun, but she's, she's outstanding at what she does. So go pop in, give her a follow. Following is free. And it, it, I can attest when you follow, yep. Motorsports. Yep. Uh, but I can attest that boy, the follows really help us no matter what. So, uh, I would ask the decade community to go give her a follow. Now let's get to this poll that Mina asked, which Mina is better, but I'm not going to let you finesse the game. Christopher Mina, I, I shan't let you do it. I shan't let you. Nope. It is going to be which Mina is better. And then the answers will be Chris Mina. Or actually, I'm just going to put Chris or Christopher. So now you guys know the difference. Chris Mina was the five gifted subs uh, and resub. Christopher Mina was laying in the cut talking shit. And had to get a gifted sub from his cousin Chris Mina. So I don't wanna I don't wanna skew the voting. But the poll is up. Go vote as you as you uh as you desire. Uh hey, King of Twitch, thank you for the follow. It's Astros 15. Thank you for the follow. Got Astros fans up in this bitch. What's up? Uh hey, by the way, Cece, I need to get with you later, sweetie. I got a big, big question about a big, big plan that we have here for Barry on Deck and the Deckheads and the Patreon. So uh chat, who should I vote for? Vote for vote for Chris. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying he's the one, you know, 
That's just, you know, that's just, that's, if you gift me five subs and then have to gift your cousin a sub, I'm a vote. I'm a vote for that one, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> damn it. I missed most of the show. My bad. Damn it. Jeff Bell. We were talking about the Broncos playoff success. From the, from the, from the eighties, not obviously now. Uh, Chris Mina said, always trying to make the show about Mina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I have 80 plus points. I'm saving them for random timeouts. Oh, that's a smart thing too. That's a smart. Yeah. No, people talk shit. Time them out. That's what this is for. That's the good thing. Uh, all right. I promised you guys we would get into Tampa Bay, Dallas, the game that's on tonight. Let's do it. Barry. Oh, hold on real quick. Oh, hold on. We should have a competition between the Minas and the loser has to change his name. Like a loser leave town match and wrestling. Right. I don't know. We could do that. I'm, I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. Although I think there's, you know, there's a there's a distinction. Obviously, you can see the difference. There's there's Chris Mina, and then uh, and then you can see Christopher Mina. Yeah, and one of them is currently active on Twitter, and the other one's not. So, uh, Tiger Stripe said, "Barry, did you see the Twitter on Friday about Shane Beamer uh, rips into radio show amidst Garrett Riley hiring?" I did not. I did not see that. Uh, I did not. Yeah, definitely not a cooking competition, Mina. I feel like you like you'd fuck up spaghettios. So I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't hold you to that because Christopher Mina can cook his ass off. I do know that. All right, let's get into tonight's game. Uh, hold on. Damn it! Come here, get on, get over here. There we go. Gamecast. Pull this down here. I don't know why I have to. I don't know how I have to talk. As I walk through this uh, on my computer, but I, for some reason, I'm, I'm weird like that. I just talk you guys through what I'm doing. All right, here you go. Uh, according to ESPN stats and information, Dallas has a 67.4% chance of beating the Bucks on the road. Here's your injury sitch. Mike Edwards, questionable. Uh, Carlton Davis, the third, a questionable boy. <laughs> Uh, Neo and Ryan also safeties are questionable, but they better hope that that, that, uh, that they're able to play. Cause, uh, Vita Vey also questionable. So, um, I think everybody plays. I think every, both teams go in healthy, uh, Trayvon Mullen out for Dallas, but for the most part, I think everybody's healthy enough. Here's the spread as of right now, Chris Reyes said, go bucks. Uh, it's Astro said, why is the Knicks game on OT? Uh, I don't know. That is a that is a good question. Why is the Knicks game on OT? Yeah, I uh, I don't know. This is a this is a good question. Uh, but here you go. So so the spread is three. Over under is forty five and a half. Your money line if you're taking the Cowboys minus one forty five bucks at plus one twenty two. I kind of like that. If I was going to money line anybody, I might money line the Bucks at plus one twenty two. I mean they are at home. It is Tom Brady. You can throw a Diet Coke on that. But let's take also, let's take a gander at the, uh, the Laminator 5000. And for those of you that are new to the program and don't know, I did create a spreadsheet and a formula that uh, I use to figure out who to bet on. And it's, uh, it's a thing that I made up myself, um, and it's been pretty successful thus far. So going into the wildcard weekend, uh, you saw in the open there, 
Um, I the the spreadsheet itself itself was hitting on fifty five point six percent of the time. It was it was picking games correctly. I was picking about fifty six. Some of you maybe not familiar don't get, but like in gambling in the gambling world or in 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 you know the degenerate lifestyle, about fifty three percent is considered good. Fifty five is considered really good. To oh my gosh, are you cheating? Uh, not cheating. So. Um, it's been a pretty good year for both myself and the spreadsheet. Now, I can't say the same for this week. Um, not so good for me. I'm two and three. However, the spreadsheet is four and one. So I took San Francisco. The spreadsheet took Seattle. We all know that San Francisco covered. Uh, I took the Chargers. Spreadsheet said Jacksonville. Jacksonville covered and not only covered, but just won outright. I took Buffalo. Minus 13. The spreadsheet said, go with Miami, take the points. I said, nay. Miami ends up covering easily. Super weird. I took the Giants. The spreadsheet took the Giants dog in both in that game. The Giants were the underdog on that. Uh, on the road in Minnesota, Giants obviously won and covered because they, they were getting three on the road. I took Cincinnati, gave the nine and a half. Spreadsheet took Baltimore and the points. Baltimore pulled it out. That nine and a half was a lot. So there you go. Now, both the spreadsheet and I are on Dallas. We both like Dallas, given the two and a half against Tampa on the road. So um, the spreadsheet and the formula predicted a final score without the spread of uh, 24-20, roughly. And then if you give them the two and a half, that's 24 to 22 and a half, which is why the spreadsheet went with it. I, I went with it for those reasons. Plus, I think Dallas is better. Um, I think they can run the ball. I think both of these teams have a problem stopping the run, but like to run. So what does it come down to? Well, Tampa's got a pretty good passing offense, but they've had a problem putting the ball in the end zone. And it's been like that all year. So, um, I mean, they're scoring. They're one of the, I think they're the worst off scoring offense in, in football or one of. So there you go. Also spreadsheet says, take the under. I kind of do like that spreadsheet was three and two on the over under. So there you go. Um, it's saying take the under it's uh, the overs have hit on every, this is weird to me, but the overs have hit on every single playoff game so far, every single wild card game was over barely in, in the Baltimore Cincy game. It, the over under was 40 and a half. Uh, so right now, now look, we just looked though that I did. I got these numbers last week before, uh, the weekend. So if let's do this chat, let's, uh, let's switch it up a little bit. Let's plug in three instead of the two and a half and see how that changes things. So does the spreadsheet change its mind? No. It still says straight up Dallas wins 24 to 22.3 instead of whatever it was. So uh, spreadsheet still says Dallas. I still say Dallas, even though it's three and not two and a half. And, uh, but I do like the under. I do like the under. I think this might be a low-scoring game. Um, and the spreadsheet likes the under as well. So there you go. So we'll find out. Uh, over favors Cowboys, under favors Bucks. How about Matt Cousins versus the Queens? Dead names says. Um, yeah, I mean, we covered all the games earlier. Um, but um, yeah, we 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 ran through them all. What did Flip say? CC, y'all around. No shit talk the usual. I don't know what that means. Flip, uh, then you must have been asleep where everywhere. What? I ain't heard from Cowboys fans all day. Oh, they booty all around clinched up. I think I think that 
Look, Flip, I, I get where you're coming from, but I think it's easy to say that. But I think any team in Dallas's position would be really nervous. Any fan base would be really nervous about a couple of things. Defense has struggled down the stretch. Dak has struggled down the stretch. You can look at them statistically. These teams are very, very similar in a lot of ways. And, and you know, Tampa has just been meh all year. Um, but last couple of games, Dallas hasn't given the fan base a, a real big boost in confidence. That's the first part. The second part is it is Tom Brady, and he is at home, and it is the playoffs. Any team in their right mind would go into this, and any fan base in their right mind would go into this at least a little hesitant. You know, I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't be raring and ready to just absolutely talk shit on social media if I'm facing a Tom Brady team in the wild card round of the NFL playoffs. I'm just not going to do it. So I, I get where you're coming from, but I ain't doing that. It's Astro said uh, Knicks are trash versus the Raptors. That's a that surprised me because the Raptors ain't shit. Um, I'm going Cowboys seventeen bucks thirty one. Damn. Okay, you think it's a blowout? Sean said, "Let's hope they both lose tonight." Oh, and I'll see. You can't. Sean hates stuff. You can't do that. There's no, there's no, they both can't lose tonight. There's somebody's got to win. This ain't soccer, your favorite sport. Yeah, this ain't that shitty football. This is real man football where we we have a winner. Uh, Bucks joined top 10. Tampa is now tied with uh, number one Philly for the best PFF pass blocking efficiency mark in the league. Okay. Um, Let's look at something here. I wanted to, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is fading quickly. I wanted to, I, I was looking at this last night, and I thought, oh, this is interesting. I'd like to, I'd like to bring this up during the show. Let's look at a regular season offense and defensive statistics. Because I think you're going to find these teams are actually pretty similar in a lot of ways, at least statistically, right? So here's, your, here's, here's some offensive stats for you, all right? Um, this is total yards per game, which I'm not a big yards per game guy or a oh, rushing yards per game, passing. It, it, to me, at the end of the day, you don't win or lose because you pass a lot or you you give up a lot of passing yards. To me, the only column that matters when you're looking at squads is right here, points per game. And we'll get to that, though, but this will give you an idea of how the game might play out. Uh, Dallas, 354 total yards of offense per game. Uh, which is, you know, it, it is uh, just outside the top 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. They're 11th. Tampa, 346 passing yards a game. Not, not that far off, right? Take a look at this, yo. Passing yards per game. Tampa, second in the league. Uh, and I, I meant total yards, not passing yards. But uh, So that's total yards per game. Tampa, 346. Tampa is the second best, second most passing yards per game in the NFL in the regular season. Only Kansas City threw the ball more. Uh, I mean, the Chargers were basically neck and neck, right? <clears throat> and then you had the Dolphins and the Bengals. So there you go. Tampa, a really good passing offense. Dallas, Dallas, uh, where are they at? There we go. Dallas, 219 passing yards per game, just below San Francisco, just above the Jets. So middle tier, right? Break it into thirds. 
first 10, second 10, third 10, Dallas in that middle tier. So an average passing uh, game or yeah, passing offense. Here's where it gets interesting. Um, rushing yards per game. Tampa dead ass last at 76.9 yards per game. On the other hand, Dallas right up here, just inside the top 10. So that, that top tier, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth in the league in rushing per game, rushing yards per game. So this is why I say, keep that in mind. Okay. You got Tampa dead last in running the ball. Dallas, a top 10 rushing offense, uh, Tampa second in the league in passing Dallas middle tier points per game. Uh, offensively Dallas was fourth in scoring getting 27 and a half a game Tampa uh, down towards the bottom here 18 a game not good now let's take a look at the defenses all right Um, yards per game allowed Tampa kind of stingy 324 game but Dallas not far behind at 330 so defensively total yards per game pretty similar now let's look at strengths and weaknesses, right? We established that Tampa, one of the better passing teams uh, in football. <clears throat> Dallas top 10 in, in passing yards allowed, so is Tampa. I mean, they're basically the same. 200, 203 yards a game. Rushing yards allowed. We established that Tampa, awful at running the ball. Dallas, uh, giving up 129 yards a game on the ground. That's not good. Uh, Tampa, not much better, giving up 120. So they're middle tier, bottom tier. This is why I said at the beginning of the show, I think this game comes down to the running games and and the ability to either stop the run or run the ball against these two teams. I get it. Tampa loves to throw a ball around, yada, yada, yada. But when you look at the differences in the rushing, the, the ability to run the ball by both teams and the ability to stop the run, I think that's going to be the key to this game. You can talk about turnovers and Dak versus Tom and all of that shit. I think this comes down to, can Tampa run the ball? Can they establish that? Can Dallas prevent that? Are they going to let them run the ball and and just sell out, on maybe run nickel the whole game and just say, look, Tom Brady's not going to beat us with his arm. Good luck with that. I think it comes down to the running game. Uh, and then points per game allowed. <sighs> Dallas stingy, man, allowing 20 points a game. Tampa, middle of the pack, 21 a game, but just below. I mean, it's 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 basically the same. You got 20.1 points a game versus 21.1. It's not much difference, but this is why you go back to, what are they doing offensively as far as scoring goes? Like I said, Dallas at 27 a game, Tampa at 18 a game. That's the, that's the thing. Tampa unable to put the ball in the end zone for most of the year. So I think that's what it comes down to. You take advantage of your opportunities. Are you settling for field goals? And can you run the ball? So there we go. Um, Let's see. Tom Brady hasn't been nasty last few games. Dak is cousins with uh, blue something. I don't know. And a better defense. Bet against Brady at home. See what happens. I don't have a problem betting against Brady at home. I don't have a problem betting against Brady at home at all. I mean, like, let, let's let's take a gander here. Uh, where is it? Pull up Dallas's sketch. Pull up. <clears throat> where they go? Tampa's sketch right there. There you go. Um, so, Brady, uh, let's see, had 
one first two on the road, lost two at home against Green Bay and KC. Uh, beat the Falcons at home. Went on the road and lost two, then lost again at home to Baltimore. I mean, this is not a good. Well, you know what? Let's make this easier. We'll just go to standings. They have the home and away records. Uh, where'd it go? There you go. Tampa, five and four at home. And then I know you're going to jump. Oh, that's different. This is the playoffs. Is it? The competition's better. I mean, great. You beat Atlanta at home. Whoop the shit. Hey, Mina, thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Oh, we didn't do the poll. Who won? Who won? Who won the poll? Let's see. Uh, view results. Who did the chat vote for? Chris Mina versus Christopher Mina. Which Mina is better? Wow, this was uh, this was not even close. This is a runaway. This was uh, this is winning in a landslide. Uh, there's your results of the poll. Chris Mina runs away with it, seventy six percent to twenty four percent over Christopher Mina. Congratulations, Chris Mina. Hey, and thanks for popping in, man. I know you can't make it all the time, but I appreciate when you do show up. Thank you for the gifted subs. Uh, much appreciated on that. Uh, <laughs> Jared Taylor said Dax interceptions greater than Brady's interceptions. <clears throat> I mean, how? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Alex Mina won. Uh, appreciate this flip. Thank you, buddy. Um, in what way that they're more spectacular? Uh, Lenny Fournette just needs one monster run. They hadn't been getting it, bro. They hadn't been getting it. And you got the two-headed monster in Dallas, too. Good luck. What I think is going to happen in this game, and then we got to get out of here. But what I think is going to happen, I think you see the Cowboys do a couple of things. They know that they have Pollard. They know that they have Zeke. They know that Dak has made some questionable decisions that are going down the stretch. So why not go out? You got a Tampa defense that's really not great at stopping the run. What did we say they were? Um... Shit, I wish I had that. Let's see, home. Don't they have, like, what these teams are stopping the against the run and all that shit? Do they not do that on here? But I think, I think what, in my mind, thank you, Tiger Stripe. I think it, if I'm Dallas, the key to the game to me, I go out and I try to establish the run. That's ball control. That's time of possession. That's keeping Tom Brady off the field. That's all those things. That's limiting Dak's ability to make mistakes. Now, you can't get down. So your defense is obviously going to have to hold their own. You can't get behind against Tampa and Tom. But if I'm Dallas, the game plan going in, let's establish the run. Let's lean on our two big studs at, at running back. Let's, let's try to control this game. I don't know if they can do it. But that would be my game plan. Uh, right is wrong said, who wants to gift me a sub? <laughs> he doesn't want to pay for his own sub. He wants you guys to pay for his sub. I mean, never hurts to ask, right? Squeaky greet. Was it squeaky wheel gets the grease? Um, what was, you know what? Real quick before we bounce out of here, chat. I want to look at something. I want to look at individually. Let's see. Let's go stats. Uh, not postseason. Although, look at old Brock Purdy. You go, fam. Here we go. Regular season. 
Running the bow. Let's see. Let's just see who's what where. Um, I wish you could break this down by team. Uh, let's see. There we go. So Tony Pollard with a thousand and seven yards. Boy, poor Dam- Damian Pierce. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott with eight seventy six. Where is Mister Fournette since uh since uh Dead Names thinks that that's the key here? Where is Mister Leonard on this list? There he goes. Six hundred and sixty yards. Uh, but he missed some time, didn't he? Yeah, he 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 didn't. Pl- oh, oh no. One, two. No, he, hey, dang. I thought for sure that he had missed some games this year. Let's see. Leonard Fournette played in 16. 16 of the 17 games. And all he could muster was 668 yards, 3.5 yards of carry, and three touchdowns. Hey, listen, Dead Names, I appreciate you being here. I think that's a bad... That's a bad omen if that's what you're relying on to be the difference maker in this game. This is my opinion. All right, let's get out of here. So sorry. So, so sorry about all the tech problems to start to show you guys. Uh, just made me so angry. So angry. But I appreciate you guys hanging in there. Um, yeah, okay, come back tomorrow, dead, dead names. Rub it in my face if I'm wrong. Not like you're junk, but just like, you know. Oh, look, Chris Reyes wants a timeout to start the show tomorrow. Why again with the free Reyes? You know what? I'm adding it to the I'm adding it to the list of banned things you can post in the chat. I'm tired of seeing it. Hashtag free Reyes. I'm banning that. McLevin said happy herpes break. Oh, kiss my ass! Thank you, Gary Elvin. Away a rewrite. I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Alex, thank you. No worries. We have fun as usual. Yeah, man, you guys enjoy the game. Um, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Does Mandalorian Season 3 start tonight? Really? Oh, no, I'm down for that. Um, but have fun. Enjoy. And again, sorry for the terrible start to this show. I'll try to do better tomorrow. Until then, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. And by the way, I missed a sub. I think I missed a sub. Yeah, Jim on Sports. Thank you for the gifted sub. Right is wrong. Got a gifted sub from Jim on Sports. See, it never hurts to ask. Thank you, Jim. Uh, all right. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Are we raining? Who do we got? Did I, did I do the three things? Be safe, be kind, love each other. There, we got it out of the way. Um, yeah, I don't see anybody there. I mean, let me check the channel. What am I? Uh... Let's go to Sports Talk. Browse. Uh, Shut up over there. Music. Where the hell is sports? Wow, it's way down on the front page. That sucks. Uh, anybody talking sports in English? I see a lot of non-English sports talk and and radio stations. Damn. Yeah, I guess we ain't raiding anybody. All right. I'd love to pass it along. Chelly guy's not even on, huh? Yeah, it doesn't look like it. I guess we're just rolling with it. All right, guys. Until tomorrow. Be safe. Be kind. I love you. Uh, love each other. I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye.
he's making a YouTube video!